1: This show is brought to you by The Makery,
2: the podcast network for makers. Welcome to Knife Talk. This is a podcast for knife makers, knife enthusiasts, DIYers, blacksmiths, bladesmiths, anybody, honestly. I'm Jeff Fader. With me is Craig Lockwood, the Captain of the Ship, and Marekka Momasi, Momasi Fire Arts, And this is a special end-of-the-year episode. You are joining us for the 2022 All Beef Review. The All Beef Review. Guys, how are you? I'm good. Is this our fourth or fifth All Beef Review? I was trying to figure it
3: out, and I couldn't Mm. remember.
2: I was going to say third
1: or fourth.
3: Oh, right. Okay. Let's yeah. go with fourth, then. Let's go with fourth. I
2: thought, it was, I thought we'd been doing this for like five years. Well, I don't
1: think we've been doing the Beef Review for five years, though.
2: I have a memory of the or first all-beef review. And it came from when we when Craig started Knife Talk, and he got Marekko and I in. And we started to really start to talk to the listeners and have them, you know, try to do bring up some bits and stuff. I remember coming up with, we had a bit where we would say our, what our beefs were and then the listeners started writing in what their beefs were and it's just some bullshit it's some nonsense you know doesn't mean anything and then we did the first all beef review and i just remember where we let the listener send in your beefs we'll read all your beefs the whole episode and i just laughed the whole time
3: <laughs> yeah and we've had a year of you know potential beefs this year there's been lots of goings on so i know we've got a lot in the list today let's Holy skip what we've shit. been I, not, let's, let's not skip it actually because it's been Christmas so it'll be a very quick brief what we've been up to over Christmas Jeff what what have you been doing
2: I just I worked a little bit in the shop getting ready for 2023 I'm very excited got some new designs I'm really pumped up about I uh, got some new pieces of equipment. I'm excited about. I got a new uh, milling machine that I'm fooling around with. And ooh, oh, sp-
1: fancy! I, What's I not mean, gonna be fun. Shout hmm.
2: out for shout out to Chris Zep. Chris Zep well made me spend some money. And you know, boy, boy, I tell you what, you need to spend some money. Go call him up. He'll show you how to do it. <laughs> and is um, this a CNC machine or a manual oh, machine? Oh, it's just a simple end mill, a simple milling machine, just for like. Okay. Little things that I've been trying to just get better at. And then, uh, I, I, look, I spent a little time with my family. We did some cooking. That was a lot of fun. And um, we're headed to more cooking and exciting, fun stuff. I'm ready for 2023, frankly. Cool. Best meal of Christmas? <sighs> we did a lasagna that was pretty awesome. And then I made a paella that was pretty awesome. And then um, we got some other stuff coming down the pipe. So, I don't know. the The, the jury will be out. I'll tell you next week. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: okay.
1: Mareko, your Christmas. What's been going on? Uh been low key. It's been nice though. <clears throat> um, just I, I really enjoy um the gathering aspect and getting together with people uh this time of year. A lot of people come back in the town. I, I I live in the town I grew up in and so I got a lot of friends that come back in the town and friends who yeah, moved away cool. and come back to visit family. Uh nice. and so it's nice to catch up and um and go out and about. Uh, you know, I basically don't really go out to bars anymore. <laughs> but in the last couple of weeks, I've been out Band several time. from the mall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, getting out and playing pool like I used to. Getting groups of friends together is fun. That's nice. Um, visiting family has been good. Uh, I think the best meal I actually had was also a lasagna, but it was a gluten-free lasagna. And before you start shitting all over it, it was just the pasta. And it was like, uh, I think it's some sort of potato starches and uh, and rice flour kind of pasta noodles. But um, it was fucking delicious. It was super good. Ooh. And um, it honestly, the fact that there was no gluten in it did not take away from the, the awesome flavors of this lasagna on Christmas Day. Um, and then otherwise, you know, just my sister's actually in town visiting right now. She's up from New Orleans. Uh, she was here with her partner Royal, and so it's good to hang out and get some time with them. She'll be in town for a couple more days um, before she shoots back um, back home. so, uh, but it's nice to get time with her because she's been down there for twelve years, and you know, I only see her in the summertime and the wintertime anyhow. so That's it's nice. nice to have some of my all of my wife's side of the family is here in Washington, so it's easy to see them pretty frequently, but i I, I don't get to see my family very often. Uh, so it's it's good to get that time. That's great. Uh, I I will say I just looked up on Spotify because it's got a really easy search fun- function about the all beef reviews. And Jeff, you're right. We started in 2018, so this is the fifth annual. Wow! Yeah, fifth annual all beef review.
3: That's some stay in power for a podcast. That is, yeah, baby, it certainly is. And yeah. speaking of gluten, how much gluten did you chew down there, Craig? <laughs> I bet you've like fucking got gluten out your ears. Well, I'll be honest with you, not that much. Um, oh. It's been it's been a crazy Christmas this year, and if if I'm honest with you, too busy. I, the kids haven't enjoyed it as much as I think they should have because we've been sort of pulling them sort of pillar to post a bit, really. So we had builders working right up till Christmas. Um, my sister arrived a few days before Christmas. Um, big Christmas Christmassy, everybody here in the house, um, which was nice, but just. Act, just absolute sort of mayhem you know um and then stupidly we booked to go skiing on boxing day the day after christmas you know <laughs> um so we wake up christmas morning a shit everywhere as you can imagine with the kids presents and all the food from you know cooking for sort of 12 13 people the day before and it was just like oh let's just get in the car and go um so yeah so we've been skiing for a few days and i've literally got back like within the last few hours Um, And that was a bit disappointing because there wasn't much snow there. But it was nice to see that we got the kids first time skiing and it was nice to see them. They sort of took to it really, really quickly, uh, which was nice. But, you know, we've all been a bit sick as well. It's just been busy, busy this year. And um, I haven't had the usual, you know, that sort of peace between Christmas and New Year where everything's just really calm. And, you know, the house is quiet. We, we haven't had that. And I've, I've missed that. So I think, yeah, big plans for next year to be very different. Less. Less builders. Less builders, less chaos, less chaos. Best food I've had is probably not Christmas Day dinner, but um, because we traveled immediately the next day, we just put a lot of the sort of leftovers into plastic containers and took them all with us. We got the ski in. It was just getting dark, so myself and my sister's partner we went out to find find some local pubs just to see what we could expect for the next few days. Had a few drinks, come back, and then had like another Christmas dinner. Once you've had a few beers inside you, you know, come in from the snow, it was lovely. So that for me was that was the uh, the food of Christmas for me, uh, which was lovely. There you go. Shall we just get on with it? I think so. Where's the beef? Before we start, I want to tell everybody about Soul Ceramics. Um, we're big, big fans of Even Heat here. We all have Even Heats. Some of us have multiple Even Heats. And if you're doing any sort of you know, heat treating, you need an Even Heat, basically. Um, and we can get them cheaper for you by Soul- going go to Soul Ceramics, who are a, uh, a reseller of, of Even Heats. Um, a reseller? A distributor. Sorry. Sorry. I've missed a week, and I'm um, I'm losing all my words. They're a distributor of Even Heat. And if you go to knifetalk.net forward slash heat, um, you can choose an Even Heat that may already be pre-built. Um, it will ship to you with $75 off the, the list price, free shipping in the U.S. I mean, what more could you ask for? So I'll put that link down in the description. It's knifetalk.net forward slash heat, and that will get you a discounted Even Heat oven. That's a good deal, because freight can be expensive these days. Yes, and those even heats are pretty heavy. Guess pretty heavy. Are. Yes. Who's gonna kick us off? First beef of
1: twenty twenty two.
2: Correct, it's all you my man. It's me? Okay.
1: Yeah. W crumb blades. I almost said crumble ad <laughs> <Ed> smith. <laughs> w crumb bladesmith. Uh I have a beef. Uh all of these bots that comment on your post as soon as you hit the post button. Love it DM at Cooking World or whatever the fuck. Uh, mm. I know it goes nowhere, but I always reply. Uh, how about you DM Ds <laughs> or send me <laughs> send me a DM at both of these at Go To Hell You Spamming Piece Of Shit dot com. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. that I've seen <laughs> a lot of those
3: lots of those yeah lots of those accounts like cooking world and i don't know i'm not saying cooking World specifically but those things and they're just using other people's content basically aren't they for sure well
2: what do you i mean do you i've been recently getting like tagged in people's stories like these weird Mm. spam spammy stories and the other thing is is i'm getting likes from in my stories from bots yeah and i don't I guess I just don't know what the pl- what this plan is with all these things. Yeah, and what's then the that, strategy? You know, promoted on promoted on you know, like he said like uh, uh, Wesley said, you know, right, promoted on, you know, such and such
3: mm. and so and so. What I is- think by ta- by tagging you, they think you're gonna click through to see what that you've tagged them in, maybe. Oh, so it's um, just like a, so they get an extra view, you know. So oh. when people look, oh, they've had like eight thousand views or whatever, because they've tagged six thousand people, and they'll just say, "What the hell? What the
1: hell is this?" You know, mm. maybe um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a weird one. I don't get it. The, the other ones I've seen is like when you post a knife and somebody. Uh, somebody's like, "Wow, that's really great!" Is this available? And then some dick for <laughs> comments immediately after. Oh, wait, that wait d- What's a dick for? <laughs> What's a dick for? <laughs> you don't know what a dick's for? <laughs> Ask my wife, having Good a clue. Good old dick for. Um. Yeah. Uh, comments. Oh, I can make that. Send me a DM. And I'm just like, you piece of shit, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Ugh, yeah.
3: Good beef. Good beef to start it off with. Oh yes. We got lots. I'm gonna go straight in with Alpha Forge works. My beef is with people with let <laughs> me put my teeth back in. <laughs> <laughs> my beef is with, pe- <laughs> is with people thinking I'm personally attacking them when I post a technique or process that's different than what they do. I had a guy come up to me saying, and I guess my mentor who's been doing this for thirty years is wrong, huh? First of all, I don't know you or your mentor and it's arrogant as fuck to think that I do or even that I care about you. And second, I'm pretty sure old alcoholic Jethro <laughs> up in the hills doesn't have a Rockwell tester to prove <laughs> that quenching and use motor oil, adds carbon and makes a knife harder. So yeah, been doing it wrong for all these years. I'm fine with having a discussion, but the ego on some of these people is incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We always talk about this and that people trying to claim... Um, that they're an expert by telling you you're doing it wrong you know it's crazy
2: there's never ever a thread or an argument on I had a I, you know what fuck it I, there was, a, there was a, a Facebook thing in my town and this woman was complaining about this the website of a bakery the good bakery in our town but she says I'm sitting in the parking lot and I can't find out figure out what I want on the bakery from the website and this woman says well why don't you just go into the store yeah. And so like, I don't want to do that and then she's like, and it was this long uh, threat and then the owner of the bakery gets involved. And it was just like 40 or 50 or 60 people going off about the, this woman and and maybe they should do a better website. And it's like what are you doing with your lives?
3: Yeah. yeah. People are so self-important that they think everything revolves around and should be for them. Yeah. Mental.
2: Sometimes somebody will write something, and I'll think to myself, "I'm going to write something back." And then, as soon as I write a sentence, I, I say to myself, mm. "What's the benefit? What's yeah. the benefit? I got to like think. Oh, am I going to get another response back, or how am I going to respond back?
3: Yeah. It never works. Every what? day on Facebook, I do the same. I go, I'm like, I'm right, I'm going rep- to, rep- you know, reply to this, and you think, now nah, what's the point? Have you ever seen like? whether it's on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> or on one of your posts, a comment that's got really any value to it. It's, it's quite rare. Most of are just like junk or, yeah, just trying to engage with you in some way. And I just yeah. oh, fuck that. Well,
2: you know well, what if... I've been getting lately oh, is sorry. people say on my, on my Fader Knives stuff, they'll do all this knife talk inside shit. Mm. And it's just part of me is just like, save it for the fucking podcast. Yeah. Don't it doesn't fucking... mean anything to the majority of people. Yeah, yeah. It, like yeah. grotesque stuff that I've said, they repeat it back to me on my post and just like, hey man, why don't you be cool? Why don't you be cool? Don't set it here. Come on, man. This is my business here.
3: Yeah, It's a bit
2: weird.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's tricky because in your town, like not that it's a small town, Jeff, but you, you are somewhat of a, a public figure, I would say, maybe in your town and you have to be careful about putting people on blast and then people turn around and be Mm -hmm. like, Oh fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit,
2: (laughs) dude. I never, you, you will not find me doing, saying anything bad or aggressive. You won't find me being controversial online. I honestly, I don't see social media as a place to fight. I don't, doesn't, there's no pain. I never talk shit. I never say anything nasty to anyone. And it's just because it's just not really, it doesn't pay. I mean, it's just like for what I don't get, I don't feel good about being mean to someone. True. Except for on this podcast, which we're gonna do to <laughs> end of spoiler alert, the last but beef's gonna be the best. So <laughs> it's gonna be the oh, boomerang yeah, worth, beef, because you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it back.
3: <laughs> it's worth sticking around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go on then take Robert Pierce. Robert
2: Pierce says, Good morning guys. Once again, your show is where I spent the most minutes on Spotify in twenty twenty two. Thanks nice. for all the time and energy you put in the show, you guys helping us make be, be, become better makers with all the tips and tricks to help promote the community and bring us together. Not sure if it's too late or not, but I thought I'd chime in on the beefs. Mine is Black Friday, the day following a holiday that celebrates what we are thankful for. We digress into brutal greed to the point uh, it, it is now becoming a work holiday for those not in retail. It's crept into Thanksgiving and spread through the weekend and the following week with Cyber Monday sales going to the entire week. Discontentment and greed has become a prevalent, as more prevalent and grateful, and not uh, which ugh. discontentment and greed has become more prevalent than gratefulness, which is the root to joy. So, nice.
3: Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, sales before Christmas, and that the worst one is like Christmas Day getting like emails coming through like sale starts now and it's like come on please have a day off
2: you know bro it's crazy but you know what the funny thing is is part of me is just like i i stopped we we try to not to do too many newsletters because it's like we also had a conversation we wanted to just do one last one and be like let's just leave people alone part of me wanted to be like yo if you're trying because i all of a sudden like between christmas and new year's i'll get a burst of people usually buying stuff from their business accounts <laughs> people, yeah, yeah. Because it's a tax write off. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I get a lot of, like, you know, I got to spend some money somehow. And uh, I'll get, a, like, you know, a good a bunch of, like, little hits right before the end of the year. And a mm-hmm. part of me is just like, maybe I should kind of just let people know that that's a good thing. But I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. We had a good year. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, kill the lily. There's no need to go crazy. I, yeah. I,
1: I like the idea of a tax write off sale.
2: Dude, I, the amount of every year. I get some fucking <laughs> we get some credit cards from some yeah. some restaurant or some you know yeah. like some place and it's just like oh, I know where this is going. We all know where yeah. this is going. And I think you
3: could you could do a newsletter. You just be really blatant with it. You know, yeah. um, if you if you're looking to do some write offs read on if you're not you know go enjoy christmas dinner if you are and you know that kind of thing yeah yeah okay um haken lewik i think it is um again these are all come from instagram so people who've just dm'd us at knife talk podcast um he says hey there cuties harp and hammer here my beef is with power cords doesn't matter what what i'm working on i seem to always end up with two to four power all right he's not talking about guitar. Power cords, okay. Uh, doesn't matter what I'm working on, I seem to always end up with two to four power tools daisy-chained off a power strip um, and off an extension cord, and the damn thing always turns into a fucking rat's nest determined to snare my leg and drag me to the depths of hell. Power hmm. cords can fuck off. Beef out.
1: Unless it's smoke yeah. on the water.
3: Exactly, yeah. Three cords is all you need. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy, <laughs>
2: yeah. you too. wow.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I know what he means so, yes it's sometimes it's just so convenient and they just pull out one of those like multi-adapters and put, like a few things in and I've got a few set up always ready to go like that I always make sure I get those um those you know those those power strips the ones with the with a individual uh switches on so you, you know you can just switch them off if need be um but I've got like a right angle grinder and I've got like a buffing tool I've got them all plugged Whoa, in ready to you.
2: go
3: fancy yeah well, that's a little fancy, but I think as long as they're not drawing too much power, you should you should be good. But yeah, they can be a right pain in the ass. For
2: sure I used to pain, get, the, yeah. I still get, and I'm such a, st- a dumb guy. I get the retractable cords that are on the like the spool that you can like pull back. Oh, oh god! And yeah. after like twenty times, they're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Doesn't, oh yeah, they're. I, I and I'm a sucker for them. I'll keep buying them. And I'll be like, ah, just roll them back up. And I'm just like, I got four of them. And none of them fucking record any, or retract anymore. I'm just
3: like, uh, mm. But they're the dangerous ones. If, if you use them without retracting it, all that heat generates in that spider's nest, doesn't it? And that's when they're dangerous. Mm,
2: interesting. Well, good to know. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if you're going to use them, make sure you do retract them fully out. All right. This next one is from John Lewis. He says, my beef is the evil diabolical creature that leaves, lives in my shop and eats every small piece of anything important that I drop. Just spent 20 minutes looking for a mosaic pin that gently fell on the floor, but never found it. The creature is still laughing at me, Fifty, my 58-year-old ass, crawling around in the shop on my hands and knees. <laughs> yeah, the, the oh, vortex. Yes. Things just fall into a vortex, never to be found yeah. again.
2: Can I?
3: It could be worse. You could have those rubber mat in, you know, with the oh, holes yeah. and stuff in. Oh, sure. Oh. I have a Impossible.
2: embarrassing... I was taping up the last of these boxes, and I ran out of tape. And I didn't want to go out to buy more tape. And I just took a broom and then pushed it under a table and more tape Mm. showed up. I thought, (laughs) thought maybe, 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 maybe I dropped a roll of tape before and then there it was. I was just like, there you go. Nice. Uh
3: Like fishing for fishing rods. <laughs> um, talk, talking about tape, you know who makes tape? Who? Uh, Rhinowet. That's they right. don't just make the world's best sandpaper. They also make tape as well. Um, but let's concentrate on the sandpaper. That's what we all use. That's, that's the best stuff. It saves you time, saves you money. And once again, we can save you money. If you head over to texasfarriersupply.com, they sell Rhinoet as as well as lots of other stuff that you could need as a knife maker or a farrier, whatever you may be. Um, go take a look. You'll get 10% off if you use Knife Talk 10 at checkout. So that's texasfarriersupply.com. Okay, next one is from 5120Blades. 5120 5120Blades, 5120 should we say. Um, hey, QDs, got a beef with myself for, once again, trust trusting a personal friend to follow through with an order only to ghost me when the time comes to pay up. I'm taking deposits from everyone from here on out. <sighs> Dude, friends are the worst. Making friends is always the worst. Ah, uh, they're more than just friends. They're
2: like dudes. I'll tell you. My pr- and if you guys want to pop in with your own beefs, I got a beef. I got beef with people who like use other people's names in order to get trust. There's huh. there's a few guys who use my name to get trust with other people that I know and then it's it's as if, you know, using my name at, is like collateral for trustworthiness <laughs> and then they get a bill and then they don't show up and then I'll get a message saying your friend just blew me off I'm like, "Who is my oh, friend?" Jesus. He's like, "Oh, this guy." And I'm like, "Oh, this fucking guy." So I I that's even worse. That bothers me even more. Mm.
1: So Yeah, I was just talking to my sister about that because she does creative work too. She makes this jewelry and stuff and she used to put things on hold for people because she would have friends saying, Oh, I really like that. Can you hold that until I get paid until like, you know, in a few days or next week or whatever the fuck? And she would hold it and they would never come back. Mm. And it's just like. friends like these what the fuck um and she you know also having issues with working with friends uh sometimes where you're they're helping you to like uh do accounting or with a website or something something that you don't have either the time or the uh the ability to do yourself and even though you're paying them they still have a tendency to kind of like squirrel you down to the bottom of the list um, yeah. of priorities because out of all of their potential clients or customers or whoever they got you're probably the one that's going to be the most most forgiving but you need that work just as much as anybody else yep so it's just like what the fuck <laughs> i'm paying you let's just make this happen
4: <sighs>
2: yeah
3: that's pretty much the world i'm living in at the moment with family and friends yeah oh, but yeah sweet sorry ah, sorry no good no, no, worries. <laughs> no, worries.
2: no good no good. Yeah.
1: Okay, who's doing JVB? Take it, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got a beef with winter. That's all. That's from no, JVB Knives. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite crucial. It's JVB Knives Canada as well. Yeah. So his winter is it's far worse than my winter. For sure. Yeah, yeah. you guys are getting your teeth kicked in up there in the Northeast. I just saw no, t- wow. a terrible article about the city of Buffalo, New York, and some like 10, like 40-some-odd people were – have been found frozen in their vehicles because they got snowed in and stuck for days Fucking just to horrifying. let you know
2: i'm nowhere near buffalo <laughs> i know i know but i'm just been, saying it's still we ha- closer I've to been, me we haven't seen one flake of snow which i'm grateful for but we've been we, <laughs> we have friends in buffalo and we've just been hearing these terrible mm-hmm. stories of that is the one thought uh and i remember when my daughter was just born and we had just moved into this into our house we bought the house when lila was on the way and then I remember we had never gone through a winter. We didn't know how to, you know, know, what anything was, you know, we didn't know anything. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden baby's born middle of December. And then the fucking heat turns off and we don't know what to do. And I just remembered it was fucking cold. And I called the oil company and they came and said, oh, your oil tank is, you know, empty. i like, I had no idea. I had no idea. So they had an emergency couple gallons of oil just to get us through the night but i was just like we were like huddled in the bed with our newborn baby and i was just like this is not the way to go dude (laughs) this is scary as shit so like you know that that shit is
3: terrifying yeah 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 fuck winter man how was christmas with you and your weather there jeff because i've seen reports of like crazy snow and proper cold weather north north of us there was snow but i we didn't have any snow it didn't snow at all. It hasn't
2: snowed here in I mean I'm only I'm like 40 minutes north of New York City and mm. there wasn't there hasn't been any snow yet. I mean where I am, well, I'm a, I'll, I'll take it. And it's about and it's going to turn up to it's going to be in the 60s this weekend, which I'm fired up about. I'll take that.
1: You going to be laying out in the sun?
2: I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, it's going to be a lot better <laughs> than freezing my nuts off, that's for sure. <laughs> this one, speaking of nuts, this one is from Anonymous. Anonymous Kyle. Beef.
3: Kyle. <laughs>
2: Kyle. Well, this really wasn't Kyle, that anonymous. Sorry, All Kyle sudden- Keith. Th- Hi, O'Keefe. Anonymous, (laughs) please. (laughs) My beef is with quoted targeted ads. I never knew I needed so many dick pills. I never needed. I never knew so many dick pills existed. Then the algorithm changed. Now my wife is making me see an actual doctor. How embarrassing! Also, Craig, where's that bottle opener?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now we know this is Kyle because Kyle keeps asking me to make a bottle opener for him, and I've yet to make a bottle opener. So we know this is Kyle, and we all knew about the. the dick problem anyway, because <laughs> your wife has been texting us all, Kyle. <laughs> Not so. me.
2: Not me. No, one, I don't know anything about your dick problems there, Kyle. You're the man, though. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, dick pills.
3: Tim Thornton. Um, I've got beef with all you rotten motherfuckers out there <laughs> buying all the bread and milk, where there's only a chance of one to two inches. We're talking about Kyle again. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, "P.S. My daughter takes a cup of warm milk to bed." I'm not. I'm not quite sure the. Uh, well, the, there's a the whole thing
2: there. in in the Northeast when, it is the dumbest thing of all time. But when there's a storm coming, they tell people to go to the store to buy milk and bread.
3: Mm, yeah, and
2: nobody yeah. really knows. I mean, I don't. Fucking drink milk, <laughs> bread. I mean, it, what? It's as if this is like the 1920s. We're ready for the and we're ready yeah. for the blitz, living off bread and milk. Yeah, we're ready for the blitz. All I can think of is, what are we going to make French toast all the, for the whole weekend? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do with the milk and the bread? Dude, that's all it is. Everyone's going grabbing the milk and the bread. Yeah.
3: So I suppose that the, that's the fresh produce. I suppose, isn't it? The milk will go off quickly. The the, the bread, well, yeah, I suppose. Well um, it's dumb. But, it's, but yeah, like, we had the same when you know when COVID started and everybody's buying toilet roll and all the rest of it, and it was just like, oh, just if everybody chilled out, we'd all be good. But yeah, if you get the odd person who spoils it for everyone. <sighs> fucking people, fucking people. Somebody <laughs> should figure out a better
2: ass wipe situation, so you know we don't run out. Maybe a B day, a B day. Maybe, maybe a, a B day. Get yourself yeah, yeah. some a bidet sport guns. Then, B day and a a, like a heat gun or something wipe wipe out. something. (laughs) Sbg knives says good day fellas. Like to add to your all beef review. I'd like to propose home renovations. They suck. Three months to tear out old plaster and laths, and trying to square up a 150 year old house is a classic polishing a turd. Thanks for keeping me occupied while pulling my hair out. Keep it real.
3: Hmm. Sbg knives. We, we're cut from the same cloth yes <laughs> fuck that fuck renovations
2: i redid my uh, kitchen years ago the year my dad died I, I redid the kitchen and it took all summer and mm. i did it all myself i fucking have i still have a hangover from it my wife yeah. can barely get me to t- fucking change a light bulb no it's like yeah. i've i've like i redid the whole thing everything and it was like i
3: never want to do any of this shit again it sucks it's hard, and it, it's ongoing. Then, so when something is done, and you see a fault in it, or something breaks, it's just it just irritates that much more. Whereas if you move to a house and something's there and it's old and it breaks, it's like oh, okay, we need to you know sort that out. But if it's something that you know you've seen done, it just irritates. Like now the house ah kills me, kills me. And I'm a, I'm just about to start a phase of renovations here, so. I'm going to build a new studio in, in one of the barns here um, so I can do the podcasting and other bits and pieces as well. Mm. And I've decided I'm going to do it all myself. So all the materials are here. So I'm literally going to start, like, this week. And um, I know I'm going to be, like, halfway through, I'm just going to say, oh, fuck this, I can't do it. But, yeah, I don't know why I keep putting myself through it, but renovations, they suck. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Okay, J, J Dayler, G, I think J. it is. Jay jd oh sorry he'll
2: give jd me trouble. isla
3: he'll give yes. me trouble he'll always give me trouble he'll give me trouble jd isla. yeah he's a regular of the show right. sorry jd um all right i got a rapid fire beef um instagram comment sections they prove most people have two brain cells maximum yep mashups and shitty trap remixes <laughs> no one needs a dud dubs, dubstep all i want for christmas is you <laughs> <laughs> right um hand sanding. Cue the rhino wet ad read. Oh, JD, I'm sorry. We didn't make it your Christmas. Um, We've already done the rhino wet ad. But what I can say is, since we talked about Canada earlier, we we should probably tell everybody about MaritimeKnifeSupply.com run by Lawrence, who's a really good dude. They're Maritime Knife Supply on Instagram as well. Um, But they've also got an offer. So you'll get 10% off um, any 10-pack of belts that you buy. Um, and, you know, they sell combat abrasives as well and all the rest of it. But they're based in Canada. Um, they also sell steel, belts, handle materials, tools, forges, kilns, and more. And so they have a Canadian distributor there for combat abrasives um, and Rhino-Wet. They sell it all. Go take a look. com. Particularly if you're Canadian, um, it's all good. com.
1: I saw something crazy that Lawrence did, which I thought was pretty amazing. And to some of his top... Uh, performing customers, uh, I don't know how many that was exactly, but he gave out six thousand dollars worth of gift cards to his top customers. So it pays wow. to go to Maritime Knife Supply because he's going to take care of you. It's like getting money wow. back on your purchases, like on a credit card or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You build up credit with him, and he, he doesn't he play. takes care of you at the end. He doesn't play. He's a good he man.
3: Play. It's incredible. Yeah.
1: All right. This uh, next one's from Ronald Knives. Uh, I managed to go three years without catching COVID, then got it right in time for Christmas. Ho, ho, fuck. Uh, uh,
3: well, thank you, Lucky Stars, because you probably got away out of a lot of like family stuff you maybe didn't want to do, and you had some peace over Christmas. So, yeah. <laughs> peace we'll while feeling like crap. <laughs> <Peace>. uh, <laughs> make the most of it. That's what I say. Uh, you like, you
2: mind. I oh, never mind. Who cares? Keep going. I, got nothing. <laughs> I had nothing, really, honestly. M-
3: Michael, I think it's Berg Fark. Yeah, Berg Fark. <laughs> Okay, sorry, I should have Michael Berg, fuck.
2: <laughs> well you didn't say it right.
3: <laughs> no, he's saying it. Oh, he says saying it said something his... else. Wells Michael Jackson. Berg fuck. fuck, fuck. Michael Berg fuck. Hey fuck. Hey. <laughs> when, you hey it, when you say it
2: when you say it, sounds like you're cursing.
3: Fuck. It it sounds like I'm i I'm a, like a New Yorker cursing. Hey, I fucking walk in here. <laughs> Hey, guys, i got a beef for you. Make us that find out you're in the same area and reach out and say, we should meet up. Then when you get back with them, they ghost you. He's like, okay, cool guy. Um, also, the ant-biting dick story had me rolling. Hilarious. Hope you guys have a great holidays. Uh,
2: what was the ant-biting dick? That I was the remember. story I told when uh, the episode Marekka wasn't here. We were doing the uh, weird stories, and then I told the story of how uh. when I was a little child, and I... Had a red ant on my penis and he we blocked yeah. eyes and then he bit down on me and I cried. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I had a moment with that okay. fucking ant. I don't like it when people, <laughs> I certainly don't like it when anyone wants to say, hey, we should beat up. I don't like anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just, not, let's just be cool. Yeah. So. <sighs> Diego Le Pen says, hey guys, here's a very personal and petty beef. That's all these things should be personal and petty. I hate those makers with a business slash publicity background having tons of success selling very basic low quality items, attributing their success to the quote grind and the quality alone. Yeah, I'm sure your marketing degree and the years of experience and connections in that field have nothing to do with it. So jiggle a pen and like he likes he wants everybody to he wants everybody to be ignorant. That's what he wants. (laughs) Well, it's all take advantage of
3: any skills you have.
2: (laughs) That's it. You're only allowed one. Ignorance (laughs) is the way to success, ladies and gentlemen. You only (laughs) need one skill, and then just fucking work hard at it. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't (laughs) like. He doesn't like crossover education, crossover experiences. (laughs)
1: i i used to actually i used to find myself a little annoyed and i'm just like this person's just a fucking marketer they're not actually they don't give a shit about fucking the craft of making knives they should just see a money-making opportunity but then i realized i'm like what the fuck am i complaining about if i'm making better work and i can't do a better job selling my work than them that's not on them that's on me that has nothing to do with them absolutely nothing to do with them
2: i was uh i was talking to my kid uh we were talking about swimming and one of the things that we we know and in, in, and I start we started making sure that we kind of just talked about it between her between her meets and stuff was she would say to me she's like, you know when they when the person that you're swimming against starts to look over, you've beaten them. Mm-hmm. The people who start to look at the other people in the swimming lanes that's a that's you're they're done they're done when they start looking over instead of concentrating on what they're doing, they're out. I mean, it's it every single time. So I always say to my kid, I'm like, whatever you do, don't fucking look over. Don't look over to see what your competitors are doing,
3: and that's just a I'm good metaphor for life. Telling
2: you, dude, yeah, it's a fucking, I like it. it's a every. I mean, it was like stupid. Like I saw this kid looking over, and I'm just like, Lila's gonna take it, or Lila, you looked over, and that's when you lost the whole, you lost your focus.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I used look- to do sa- same thing when I was in track and field. I used to. It- you know, everybody used to be like, "Oh, that person beat you, or you beat that." Blah blah blah. I was like, "It." Even though I'm competing technically against other players, I'm actually, or you know, athletes. I'm really, I'm just competing against myself. The amount of skill and practice that I've put into the into training for this thing, and ultimately, the results that come out of it are only what I've put in. Has nothing to do with anybody else. And yeah. That's – I'm 100% with you, Jeff. That's That makes perfect sense. I love that.
2: Speaking of which, a funny note is I went to uh, one of the track and field events, and these things are so poorly – <laughs> they're so, so poorly fu- run. It's such a mess. They're it's such a mess. a mess. And it was raining, and it was freezing, and the kids were miserable. <clears throat> and my kid was waiting. We're waiting in the rain. I'm standing there with an umbrella. It's a total disaster, and she's going to do the shot put. And mm. she says – this isn't the shot put, this is the shit put. And she just started <laughs> hate it, waiting on the... She's like, what am I standing around here for the shit put? And I'm like, because yeah. oh, we are waiting in the rain and stuff like that. She's like, I'm throwing this fucking heavy thing in the rain. This is so dumb. <laughs> so funny.
3: Well, talking of kids, M3 Knives says, I've got a beef and it's with my son. <laughs> He's two and a half and every time I pick him up for any reason at all, he kicks his legs, inevitably, inevitably, <laughs> striking me right in the nutsack, which is forced me to pack my kids up straight. Uh, to pick my kids up straight, arm in it, fucking my back even more. I still love those little shits, though. Oh, yes, they're kicking the nutsack. I've had plenty of them over the last few days.
2: <laughs> mm. I, I, I don't think I've ever gotten kicked in the nuts by picking my kid up.
1: No, I've been oh. lucky. I haven't either.
2: Uh, that's maybe Ooh. because we have normal-sized arms. <laughs> Oh, oh, tiny nuts! Yeah. One of the other, yeah, or our nuts are already retracted up into their little cave. <laughs> that's that's what nuts. it is. That's right. I'm like a fucking Ken doll down here when I pick my kids up. <laughs> Zero penis, no genitalia when I pick your kids up.
1: Just like Kyle. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that's maybe that's the move for for M3 knives. He's got to tuck before he lifts. Yeah,
2: just fucking do the yeah. retractable awning. Make sure that shit is up in you. <laughs> Get that cup on, baby. Uh, what's next who's next
1: should we do another one from john lewis yeah this this is beef number two he says the little burr that finds its way onto my gray ultra fine scotch bright finishing belt five seconds of of spinning created a hundred deep scratches (laughs) uh had to go all the way back to the 220 grit and start all over semi-pro tip store your scotch brights in a plastic container when you are not Using them. You should also do that um with your buffing wheels. You mm.
3: Go. mm I do it with my wheels, but not with Scotch Brights. That's sure. yeah. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay, uh Paul Jansen. Um not sure if really a beef or just kind of a joke, but don't you hate it when you go out in public and the public has the audacity to be there. Um <laughs> as has been said many times on KTP, fucking people. Yes. Yeah, I think Paul's got the same um, outlook on life as me at the moment, yeah.
2: (laughs) The supermarkets have not been that bad around me during Mm. Christmas and New Year's. We've been getting, because i got to go get some stuff for New Year's. And surprisingly, it hasn't been as crazy as it normally is. So, Mm. there
3: you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, let's tell everybody about this a second. Combat Abrasives makes
2: the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers. Available in any size at unbelievable prices. Go take a look at CombatAbrasives.com and get
3: fifteen percent off with promo code Knife Talk fifteen. Do it now. Go do it. Combatabrasives dot com. Okay, the next one is from Samuel
1: Wandishin.
3: Do you want to take this
1: one, Morocco? Sure. Uh, Sam is asked or says, "For the all beef review, my beef is the money is with money. I try sorry, I try to play it smart. I'm debt free. I have a nice three figure." Figure rent, uh, Craig says, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm buying a house anytime soon. Um, uh, no going to the grocery store and not uh, wincing in pain. Those strange people that sell feet picks and jarred farts don't seem so strange anymore, they're just on that grind. Just on the grind, I see a lot Everybody's of
2: these...
3: just trying to make do. That's, I think, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah.
2: You see a lot yeah. of these ads for people like posting feet pics? No. Like there's like there's like websites where people want to see feet. It's fucking yeah. weird.
3: Well, like, OnlyFans is full of it, so I'm told, yeah. Ugh. Very strange.
2: No, but there's like an OnlyFans just for feet. So
3: just for feet? Yeah, right, I okay. guess.
2: I'm under I'm the impression, I'm Yeah, that's the thing is, like, I was talking to my wife, and we're, she's trying to figure out some. She wants a little bit extra, you know. What can she
1: do <laughs> in the uh, marriage? No, no, no. She's going to
2: use her <laughs> medical degree to try to do some things. To oh, I see. Okay, I'm not. Yeah. She's not doing only fans. You fuck.
1: Like consulting
2: or feet picks? No, she's going to be doing. Yeah, no, they have these. God like, fuck. <laughs> <"I'm> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> my wife will not be <laughs> selling jarred farts. <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> oh God, yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. Oh, there's uh, these ways in which you can make passive income, and maybe uh, jar your farts. <laughs> maybe it's yeah. You know.
3: But I think there's what? I'm, what I'm, yeah, I think there's a market for everything at the moment, and. <laughs> When you see all these strange things, they're just people trying to make money, I think, at the end of the day, you know? Um, And if people are willing to pay for a feet pick or a jarred fart, well, it's their problem, I suppose, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Feral Boy Knife says, "Here's a beef for you boys. When I'm doing an outdoor market or show, and someone picks up my knife and asks me if they have any paper so they can do a cut test, get the fuck out of here.
1: I wish I could just block people in real life. <laughs> <laughs> just put their ha- your hand in their face and just like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that from the '90s? Talk to the hand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye.
2: <laughs> that is that is it's still biz- it's bizarre to me. I think the one thing that we heard years ago is, is somebody somebody on Knife Talk." sent in a story where somebody turned their head and a person grabbed a culinary knife and started chopping a tree outside. <laughs> the, you remember oh, this? Geez. Oh yeah 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 and oh, then it, and brought it back and the handle's all fucked up. And the and the knife was all fucked up. It's a culinary knife. It's not meant to be he did right. the guy just grabbed the knife and just did a impromptu cut test. He just destroyed the On knife. He brought it back and just like, yeah, this isn't for me. <laughs> like it uh, fucking broke the knife. Jesus yeah. Christ. Block in real life.
3: People. Okay. Justin Miller, uh, my beef is people who say, I need it yesterday. He said, great, <laughs> you just admitted to being bad at life. A lack of preparation on your end does not make an emergency on my end. Mm. Mm. I'm sure we've all had lots of them over Christmas. The, the wor- Three days to Christmas, you know, what What have you got for my husband? That kind of thing. Yeah.
2: The worst I've seen is back in the uh, fabrication business. My old boss used to get these, he used to get these jobs and they would, he'd, he'd bid a job and then he wouldn't hear for a you know, he, they would have a time frame, and he'd bid on the job and then, you know, five, six weeks would pass. And then the person would come back and say, okay, let's do it. And it's like th- that five or six weeks are lost. And it was like, we didn't know you're going to do this and now we have to do it. And it was like this whole, I mean, I've seen that shit happen all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: EDC
1: Gearhouse, who's taking that one? Yeah, I got it. EDC Gearhouse, I got a fucking beef with getting business advice from random customers that walk in and give us the old, you know what you should do, and proceed to tell us exactly what not to do to continue to run a successful business. Like, sir, I know you're on your lunch break from Marathon gas station, but after I sharpen this damn (laughs) Gerber for you, please leave.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, got a, I got that from a couple of years ago. A chef said to me, like, I don't mean to tell you what to do, but if you had more knives to
1: sell, you'd probably sell them.
2: That's oh, about. It's yeah. Fuck That's right. the idea. It's
1: fuck yeah. you, you know it. what? <laughs> I got I got a beef with chefs who think they know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to just knife cares, knives cares in general and shit like that, that don't actually mm. know a goddamn thing. But because they're in a position of being a cook, and even if they're a particularly talented cook, people are listening to them. Even though they don't actually know what the fuck they're saying, old uh, true, the yeah, book. Yeah.
2: oldest story in the yeah. book, yeah. yeah, it's it is ridiculous, it is ridiculous what these people do. These these yeah. cooks are like, I mean, they're, they're it's pathetic, <laughs>
3: pathetic,
2: it is. Uh, they do some shit like, I mean, we've talked about it. They, they don't know what the fuck they're
3: talking about. <laughs> terrible, Mister Monks. I like this one. He's literally just put sentences of various beefs. He's got beefs. Whistlers, Uh, not the ones that whistle for a a taxi or between their teeth as they do a job. Uh, No, the ones that think they're Roger fucking Whittaker or something (laughs) with all the added twirls and details. Um, Brilliant. Oh, yes, and shufflers. Pick up your fucking feet, for Christ's sake. Whistling fucking shufflers. (laughs) And that's just the start. Nice one, chaps.
2: There are some people who whistle with such, like, gusto that they're... It seems as though they're waiting for someone to discover them. You know what I mean? Wow, you're such a good oh whistler. My God, that was a lot of tremolo <laughs> in your whistle. That you have such depth and and wow! Do you think you'd cut a track for me on my next album? That's <laughs> What the world is waiting for? You're fucking yeah. whistling, fuck.
3: Yeah. <laughs> drummers, finger drummers as well. Those people who just can't sit down without with the overbite, know, with always... the
2: underbite, and they <laughs> 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 fucking whistlers and it's usually like an older guy with like a pot belly and a mustache and he's yeah. whistling away some bullshit and it's just like some old like barbershop quartet shit or something like that
3: yeah Fuck. my my grandfather used to do He used to have coins in his pocket. He'd always, like, shake the coins in his pocket with his hands, with his hands in his pocket. I mean, you couldn't get away with that these days. People think you're up to all sorts. Um, But it's just that nervous disposition of always having to, like, do something and make a noise, yeah. Hmm.
2: But it's like, do you know what I mean? They put the vibrato in there and shit, and all of a sudden it's just like, I got to listen to your (laughs) caterwauling. Yeah. Colorado Bruce has got, oh wait, uh, Colorado Bruce, Colorado Bruce, our old boy, uh, Knife Beef, Hot Take Karen, whatever, number one knife-related podcast of this german German fested planet, you say, 50,000 listeners, you say, 262 episodes, you say, the fact that Craig didn't sell over 50,000 singles proves to me that your listeners are mooches, and that they didn't <laughs> have their brothers back, loves the show, Colorado Bruce.
3: Thank you, Colorado Bruce. Thank you very we much. We turned his ass. We, we turned. You his did. Ass. Well, I mean, we 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 did better than I thought we'd do. So thank you all very much for anybody who did uh, buy the single, which is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you'd like to listen. Can I throw it in the back of my reels? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. on Instagram as well, so you can you can add it to stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. So whistling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, I can do a whistling track version. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lovely. That's uh, all right this next one is from hey button he says i've got a beef a beef with paper engineers lazy bastards designing cars and trucks uh where you need to do way too much disassembly just to replace a headlamp
2: there Ooh. you go steven is the man steven was at uh maker yeah. camp
1: it's crazy yeah. something like replacing the bulb on some cars like you have to do some weird shit and take off like i've uh what was it? a buddy of mine was replacing a headlight on one of his uh on his truck and he had to like take off the fender to get into where the fucking headlight is and it's like well why isn't that just right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably
3: intentional so you need to take to the dealership oh yeah special tool and all the rest of it yeah it's
1: like
2: trying a- to engineer to out continue. You when you're in your snow pants <laughs> It
3: <laughs> Neil Warren. Okay, here's the beef: makers that have a decent following on social media and do fairly well with sales, but clearly don't study or even try to know what certain blade shapes are meant for or called. Granted, not expecting everyone to know what know every profile ever, but a pairing knife doesn't have the same uh, profile as a boning knife or a billhook versus a karambit, etc., etc. Mm. Um. Yeah, I'm probably guilty of that. I don't, you know, know much about knives considering, you know, I do this show and I make knives for a living. Um, <laughs> you know, or, but yeah. the,
2: I appreciate you saying that because you don't try yeah. to pretend like, you don't pretend, you, we don't pretend that we know things we don't know.
3: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. The, yeah. What's yeah. The, who cares? Yeah. And I mean, like, all these Japanese knives, they've all got these different names and to me, a lot of them look very, very similar and I'm like, Psh. if I had the time, I don't have the time to go study in that, you know, so. So it is. Yeah, it's just like talk... different guitar chords. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, about... I Sorry. I know A, B, C, and D now. I know four. So nice. now I'm quite happy with that. Quite happy with I
2: that. Mean, knife makers don't even cook. Who <laughs> all of a sudden yeah. they know what? A, <laughs> yeah. They don't even know what a. Fu- they, everyone seems to talk about nakiris and they're nakiris and these motherfuckers. None of them know what a fucking nakiri is for. Uh. Not that I know, <laughs> but I mean, like, I kind of know, but I don't like yeah. go out of my way to say what it's for. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is for this. This is for the deb. Oh, your are Oh, I only use the as a oh, You don't know what the fuck is. Get the fuck out of here. You don't know what the fucking deba is for. Yeah. Ah, if you guys are full of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one is from Matthew Mervin. He said, here's my beef. People don't understand that full tang knives aren't some magical and superior formula to, to hidden tang or rat tang knives. I made a knife for my... Sp- supervisor at work because he needed a paring knife i offered to make him one and when the uh when the deal was done and over with knife in his hand and money in my pocket the first thing he asked was how far the tang went into the handle it's a fucking paring knife knife unless you like the uh sorry unless you like the way it looks you don't need a full tang people figure it out love the podcast and thank you for giving so much insightful information on the filth to the fuck filthy public the fine, how
2: far does the tango in like <laughs> from a paring knife like you're gonna hang from it from a cliff right yeah <laughs> stab it into the tree yeah.
1: and use it as a foothold yeah
3: exactly <laughs> yeah yeah i sort of get people you know paying for a special knife and they just want to know more about it maybe they're not picking holes in it they just want to know more about it you
1: know i don't know but yeah it's on, I mean, it just comes down to marketing. And something has been repeated enough time, people are going to think it's, that's the end-all, be-all. But the reality is, yeah, you know, hidden tank, full tank, they all work. Um, yeah. It, and it, yeah, it's fucking stupid. How far does the tank go in? How stupid.
3: What do you think, Kyle? inch and a half is enough, I'd say. I'd say inch and a half is more than enough. It's
1: about the motion in the ocean
2: i love these kyle callbacks kyle's a fucking man but i'm I'm fucking liking the craig callbacks how far did the tango in
3: we got one coming from will miller but in the meantime why don't you guys tell us about your broadback grinders do it
1: broadback's a great broadback's a great grinder uh i love mine i know jeff's got two now he's he's doubling down grinder town with those um they they're awesome they're The Swiss Army knife, I I have a tendency to call them, of grinders. They have so many different tool arms uh, and have so much flexibility. They are several machines in one. Um, And I love being able to put mine to use, you know, going from... um, my my deep platen for handle sculpting and then jumping back to a flat platen or if I need to throw on the radius platen do some hollow grinding for an s grind like it's all just super easy and, and comes together really nicely and if you already have a chassis the tool arms are are cross platform so um, maybe you don't need the chassis but you need some new tool arms they have a great variety from a surface grinder to the disc sander to a buffing wheel to all kinds of stuff um, and so I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have the notes on the deals right now. Um, But if you go to broadbackironworks.com and at checkout, I think it's uh, Knife Talk 200. What does that do, Jeff?
2: You get the uh, $200 off the the package deals. Right. And uh, There's three different package deals. You get $200 off that. If you put a Knife Talk 100, you get $100 off the leather sewing machine, the surface grinder, and the sharpening system. They have a sharpening system that works great. So broadbackironworks.com.
3: Cool, cool. As promised, Will Miller has said, "I got a beef with friends who want a knife for the cost of materials. Like my time isn't (sighs) worth shit. You want cost of materials knife? Here's a block of wood, a bar of steel, and some pin stock. Go have some fun. Right? This that (laughs) is do-it-yourself kit.
2: That is like. I think that everyone's devaluing of their own time. Even that back to like the renovations." People, If if you like to do renovations, it's good, but people don't – they think, well, it's going to be cheaper for me. I heard somebody talk in a podcast that it's cheaper for me to do it myself. But it's like, don't you want to, like, live your life, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You've got other things to be doing. Or maybe you could be earning more money in that time than what – it would cost you to you know to, to do this yourself yeah
2: and then you know when you're knife making knives all those months or years that you've been spending figuring out how to do it right there's a value to that it's not like it's just, mm. just like the wood and the steel and then you know we, we all know that the, you know, unless you're doing something very specific it's not that the materials are nothing compared right. to everything yeah. else so
1: yeah. right. that's frustrating frustrating i actually i had a friend who helped me with a building project and you know it was it was a few hours of work but it wasn't you know <laughs> a lot of time Um uh, and i appreciated the help and and i you know i thought it was just a friendly a friend i, I would have done the same for him honestly turn around i would have helped him with something but after he was done he's like you're gonna build me a knife now right and i'm like huh he's like <laughs> I, you know i helped you build with this thing can you you're gonna make me a knife and i'm like um We that wasn't the agreement. Like, what's I don't know where this is coming from, but I I can't afford to give you a knife for three hours of work. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Um, so that that relationship's kind of been rocky over the years since then. And every once in a while, though, he likes to chime in every once in a while, not to say hi, just to say, Hey, when are you gonna build me that knife?
2: Oh, just like, oh, god, this is like. (laughs) This Ugh. is like, I mean, for you, I can just imagine you're just holding yourself together to not just show up at his house and <laughs> fucking grab him by his lapels and choke his ass. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, some people have no. Send him an open out in the post. Some people have zero. They just don't. <sighs> fucking
3: people. Oh, yes. it's catching. People. Okay. EDC Gearhouse. Uh, what with people asking for discounts, <laughs> like we just said? Like I get clipping coupons for toilet paper or using a rewards card at a big box stores to save money, but shopping for knives and messi- and messaging retailers for small businesses or members of the community trying to haggle price like we're at a <laughs> motherfucking bazaar is ridiculous. <laughs> if you're trying to haggle in the knife community, the disposable income-based hobby isn't for you. Ah, Good point.
2: There yeah. was a guy. I've said this on this podcast. This a guy who listened to this podcast. I don't know if he still does or not. He tried to get a knife made for at Fader Knives, and he says, "I hear if I put in Knife Talk ten, I get ten percent off." <laughs> and I get this, I get this message from Tony, being like, "This is a couple years ago." He's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Dude, the guy's not listening to the to show correctly. This is not, this is not the case." It's just like, you out of your fucking mind. Yeah, uh, I mean he's well, you know, listening well, to, your, to your
1: podcast Jeff don't. Why can't you get a, give him a discount
2: I once said on <laughs> full blast That if you I would give a discount if you like Some some crack about using some <laughs> Grandma's ashes in your Some, some oh, disgusting <laughs> thing I said he'd give a discount to and nobody took me up on it But uh Yeah it's just like Stop it with the discounts Stop
3: it with the discount. Stop it, yeah. But we can get you discounts. Um, If you're looking to do um a Damascus out of stainless steel, there's only one place to go for that. We all know that. It's Dharma Steel. Great people. Um, We do a great show them every year. Um, And they make, like, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Take a look at Dharma Steel Lab on Instagram, and you'll see the kind of stuff people are making with it. If you then go to DharmaSteel.se uh, and register your account and do some shopping, if you use Knife Talk at checkout, you'll get 10% off as well. So go take a look at this stuff. Beautiful, beautiful patterns. Super, super easy to use as well. And if you want to sort of, you know, up your knives that extra level or make something special for somebody, this is the stuff to use. Dharma steel. Okay, who's taking Blades by Johnny? Blades by
2: Johnny says, yo, I got a beef with USPS shipping rates going up. I live on an island, so things already cost a bit more. But when you're trying to get 10 pounds of steel, they rack up the
3: charges. Yeah, shipping's a bitch. For sure. Mm. Ten yeah. pounds of steel. I wonder where... Over... Oh, sorry. Yeah, which island he's on? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's Hawaiian, um, I'm about... Hawaii.
2: I'm talking about... From Hawaii.
3: Okay, Right, okay. Talking about shipping, I often get um, cards in my mailbox here saying, we're trying to ship you something, but you need to pay the tax on it first. But it doesn't say who it's from, what the item is, or even the value of the item... And there's like a minimum charge of like 27 euros or something like that that you need to pay just to find out what this thing is now.
0: Mm -hmm. And I'm just like,
3: geez. With Christmas coming, lots of family have sent stuff over for the girls and things like that. And half the time, the value is less than the tax I need to pay. And it's just like, oh, man, it sucks. Shipping is just the Uh, broken. The whole system is broken.
2: (laughs) Blades by Johnny. Here's something that uh, you're in Hawaii. This is something that uh, that, uh, Neil... Neil Kamimura said years ago on a, this podcast is if you call companies like New Jersey Steel Baron, or you call a lot of these small guys and you tell them we, I want the material cut and put it into a, a flat rate box, it's probably going to be a lot
1: cheaper for sure. So that, was that, be, be, that would be yeah. your move. That would definitely be the move. And usually somebody should be able to accommodate that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and, Johnny's doing some good work, by the way, so people should go check him out. But, yeah, I, I can understand how. I think Will Miller, oh, I can't remember if Will Miller's. Oh, no, Will Miller's not another pollinerant. But there are other people in Hawaii, and, yeah, it's it's a kick in the teeth sometimes if they're doing, like, standard freight or non-flat rate boxes because all of a sudden it's a tiny box, but it weighs, you know, 20 pounds or something right. like that. That really pushes that cost up a, a lot. Be stealing some of them. Uh,
2: Tire or those uh, sh- uh, fucking parts from people's cars. What are, what are people using? Springs? They leaf springs. Spr- I'd mean, be Mr. Leaf Spring. You are raiding on them. Fucking leaf springs off every truck. Every truck would be bouncing around. Fucking guys <laughs> yeah. rattling their teeth. What happened? I don't know. Some knife maker took all my leaf springs.
3: Then all of these low riders going around town. It's like, what's going on? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <Everybody's> <laughs> taking our springs. Yeah.
1: All right, Justin Stimson has one. He says, here's a beef. My beef is when a store you have knives in for consignment doesn't tell you they have sold, then didn't pay you after calling them out and removing all knives from the store.
2: This was Ooh. something that happened to him. And he, uh, that sounds like a tough dilemma as well.
1: Dude, what the fuck do you do?
2: <sighs> I had that with, uh, I was with the company and I had a knife there and then I had some sculpture there. And it was going great. And then the couple who owned the company divorced. And then I didn't get my shit back. So mm-hmm. it's, I fucking hate consignment and I won't do it. You got to buy it straight mm-hmm. direct. I don't, yep.
1: Or have a good contract.
2: These, even the contracts, you got know, I got to fucking, I can't even, you know, the woman cut her, you know, her email doesn't work anymore. It's all, they've disappeared, yeah. you know. And it's like, it doesn't, it's too much work. Just buy it outright. Mm, for so, sure. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a tough one. Running Man forge He's a dynamite. He's dynamite.
1: Oh, Jesus. Running Man. Yeah. Oh, running
2: Jesus. Yeah, you know, Jesus is right. Uh, Tim Brown says, I've got a beef for the All Beef Review, our South African state power company. So far this year, we've had 130 days of load shedding. That means we have uh, power cuts for every... For anywhere between two and eight hours a day all because they keep all because i just lost it uh all because they can't keep the power stations running they're a bunch of useless corrupt fuck nuts so i would like to say to uh whatever the company is fuck you with a fucking anchor happy holidays and jeff i'm with you so south african power companies you're on the beef list yikes
3: yeah That's coming. I think that's coming to Europe, you know, um, load shedding days, maybe an hour or two a day where you have no power, unfortunately. But uh, the worlds are changing, man. Um, EDC Gearhouse. I know you guys are more familiar in culinary, uh, but I've got a big beef with manufacturers that make pocket knives and use 27 pieces of hardware for something that can be done in three to five pieces. It's wasteful and makes the knife look cheap and honestly questionable. Like, why does a well-built and designed knife need to be riveted down like a fucking B-52 bomber? (laughs) (laughs) I fully agree. You see some of these things, and they got all these things hanging off them, and they just don't look comfortable, and you just think, oh, what the fuck? I like it when there's something people refer to as a gas station knife.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that shit. It's just so garish, and it's so funny. (laughs)
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. This next one is from Mr. Racer Rex. Uh, he says, "Being forced to breathe someone else's secondhand barf every day as a condition of your employment, beef, long time negligence." Or, he, uh, he's whoa, he's referring man. to that a second.
2: He's not referring to breathing someone's barf. He uh, he he's referring to being in a place where they have they're not everything isn't exhausted correctly so he works mm. with a company he works at a place and i guess they have 3d printers or or cutters oh. or whatever okay and all the fumes are not well vented and he's got to breathe in all this fucking bullshit from oh, i see from, oh, from other shit. people and you know living in new york city too okay. it's it's i mean he's in new york and it's right. it's not nice
1: I thought he was like a male nurse or something like that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so.
2: I, t- I will tell you something disgusting about living in New York. When I was a kid, I slept on a fire escape once because I wanted to know what it was like. And I woke up the next morning and there was a fucking film of dirt on me just Ugh. from being mm. outside. Yikes. And it is it is a fucking dirty, fucking dirty place. It, yeah. any little thing is just like the worst.
1: I went to uh, our printer for that's doing the calendars. Uh, cause I was, I had to drop the proof slot back off with them because there are some issues with the ink coloration and stuff like that. Anyways, I, the, I step inside the building and instantly I can start to smell the smell of like fumes of, of solvents and stuff. I'm like, Oh Jesus. And, but this isn't, this isn't like the warehouse in the print shop. Like this is the office portion. And as I went up the stairs to the office, the smell got stronger and stronger. And I was like, oh my God, these people are just swimming in this shit, coming home, ha- like losing God knows how many brain cells from just s- sniffing in this stink all fucking day long. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I I could never work there. It was, it was horrible. Just even the the five minutes that I was there, I was getting a fucking headache. And I was like, they must love it, though. They're just getting, they're like, fuck, I'll
2: get high for free at work all day long, every day. (laughs) magic markers all day. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're good. They're good
1: with it. It was pretty gnarly though. (laughs) Okay,
3: Zaka's Zaka's Bill, I think it is. Uh, My beef with all these makers selling chef knives that would better use as camp axes. (laughs) Go cook with your knife before you sell it. Exactly Mm. as we were saying earlier, yeah. Cook, cook more. Use your knife as much as possible, yeah.
2: Russ Tinsley says, here it is. Don't be that person that goes to a paid knife-making course with your own agenda and just does whatever <sighs> it is that you want to do. Not only is your side project get in everyone else's way, but more importantly, they take the instructor's time and attention, which everyone paid a lot of money for, <sighs> away from folks who really care to learn about every aspect of the course they paid for. Instead of teaching everyone, the instructors are left chasing your mistakes again and again. It's very aggravating for everyone else, and it's a selfish a-hole move. Thanks, gents, for doing what yeah. you're doing.
1: That's gnarly, yeah. He just Why? took a class at a, at a, a well-known school, and, and, and yeah. The, I, honestly, like the school should also probably try to do a better job of making sure that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of fucking annoying. Well, that happened to me um, when I was
2: teaching a class and this guy just, I don't know what he wanted to be the teacher or whatever. It's easier said than, it's hard. I don't know what happened, but it was like, he wouldn't, anytime I said something, he would say, yeah, but I'm going to do it like this. And I would say, well, if you do it like that, this is what's going to happen. Oh, but I know, I know, I know. I mean, it was like, this is this guy, he knew everything. And I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it like this. And he fucked everything up. And then there was this moment where he was being very dangerous and I had to stop. I had to stop him and I'm like, you cannot do this like this. And he goes, well, I'm just doing, I know I just doing. like, I'm like, I don't, this is not my shop and this isn't your shop. These mm-hmm. are the rules of this particular shop. Mm-hmm. So you can't do what you're doing right now. And, and he's just like, I'm not trying to argue with you. And I'm like, you're trying to argue with me and I'm trying to be cool. And I, it wasn't a big thing, but it was like, this guy was a real problem and there's not much, there's not much you can do you can't really discipline them. You know, it's kind of hard. And they paid money to take your class.
1: And they're just fuck that kick them. If they're becoming a danger either to themselves or other (laughs) people and they don't care, they can fuck off. That's not, I mean,
2: (laughs) I had the conversation with the person involved and I told them what happened. And he said that he would keep an eye on the person. And it was like, I mean, I'm not throwing someone out of someone else's school, <laughs> you know, I just can't do it, but mm-hmm. I did like let the guy know, and I'm like was very sharp with him, and I was very clear I was not rude and I wasn't like aggressive, but there are people who just want to show up to be uh what is referred to as the hero <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> the, the, the person yeah, this is the person who who told me, so, oh yeah, we have those kinds of students called we call them the hero, so <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: Okay, Kyle Hooker. I I don't think this is Kyle Heath's second uh, (laughs) channel. I don't think this is his side hustle. Not with that cocktail sausage anyway. (laughs) But uh, Kyle Hooker says, my beef is with strangers that are clearly younger than me, calling me bud (laughs) uh, repeatedly in the same conversation. I'm not your fucking buddy friend. Oh, yeah. more people call you son as well. Yes, son. And they're younger than you. Just think, oh, come on i dare you i dare everyone listening to this podcast next time you see a police
2: officer call him pal see what happens <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> fucking hate it if you don't call them officer you don't call them anything other than officer they don't like it they don't mm. like it. hey buddy uh-huh. you know what i'm not your fucking buddy so <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right this next one is from moonshine let Uh, Yeah, Moonshine Leatherwork. It says, my beef is is with tire kickers who ask you to message them when you do another run of the same item they're asking you about today. Like all, uh, like, sorry. Like, all that should matter to me in the future is remembering to take time to send them a message, alerting them that they will once again have the same opportunity as they did now. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys, and thanks for the company in the shop. Yeah, I get people doing that to me, too. And I just refer to them. Get on the newsletter. Exactly. You want to know? Yes. Sign up for the newsletter.
2: Let me know when it's going to happen. Tell me when you're going to do that again, okay? Just remind me. Fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. you got to be kidding <laughs> yeah. me. I, I don't do enough. <laughs> I advertise when it's going to be. I advertise it on my newsletter. I advertise it on fucking social media. And then I got to go into your DMs and remember who the fuck you are to tell you like, I'm fucking making these shits again. Get the fuck out of here, man. Oh, wait, Jeff,
1: uh, but you don't make a, a specific folder for all these special people that you need to message back when things come available again?
2: I, <laughs> no. I, you know what? The <laughs> DM, good. the you hardest shouldn't. part about the DMs is you can't organize them, which is great because then you mm. just say, I mean, I have it in my bio. I I don't do business in the DMs it's just because I can't I can't remember who these fucking people are. Everyone's name's the same or it's, mm-hmm. you know, something stupid and I can't remember. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? Go on social media and say, who was it who said that? That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Somebody has to go on a fucking story <laughs> saying, Hey, someone said last October somebody, if I was uh, to do this again Somebody me about something, you know, can you remember, who are you? And then, you know, your fucking dick friends are going to say, oh yeah, that was me. And, it wasn't really <laughs> such a painy ass.
1: Well, and also just the person thinking, I, I mean, it, like they deserve some sort of special treatment and, and don't have to sign up for a newsletter or something like that. The same way that everybody else gets informed, they will get informed, but they expect that you're going to message them directly because what they sent you a DM asking you to, like fucking, like you said, like you got plenty of other things going on, plenty of other things to think about that person just needs to sign up for a newsletter. If they fucking miss it again, that's on them. That's not your fault.
2: This is what you should do. If you're listening to this and you are a customer, take fucking money, put it in an envelope and ship it to the person that you're going to fucking ask them for something. And then they'll take you seriously. Right. If you fucking <laughs> send cash in an envelope, all of a sudden they'll remember your fucking DMs. Trust me. No. Ooh. Do that. Hmm. Send people fucking cash. Jesus Christ! Magic Knife says, "Not sure if you guys are doing the all beef review this year, but I am a few episodes behind. But I've got one for you: one thousand percent, ten thousand percent, and one million percent are all the same. Just say a hundred percent; it means the same (laughs) damn thing. Keep up the great God podcast, guys. You're a thousand percent better than the rest. (laughs) Concise and beautiful." (laughs) Perfect. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's a very good point. I love that. Yeah. Mark Smith, um, All Beef Review. People that leave their shopping carts in the middle of the parking lot because they are too lazy to walk 20 foot to the corral? Yeah. Is that a corral? Um, <laughs> sounds like an old Western Corral. <laughs> <film, just laughs> um, if you see them leave their cart, by all means, move it behind their car so they can't back out and their lazy ass has to get out and move it. Quit being lazy and inconsiderate. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what the move well, is? I got some strong opinions on what's happening down at the Corral. <laughs> the <laughs> Corral!
2: That's where they put, all the, they put all the carts. The move is you park by the Corral. I know what you mean. That little, yeah. I always park the car right next to the Corral. It's usually farther away, but, I mean, you've got to take it away anyway. Always yeah. park at the Corral. Yeah. Top tip. <laughs> Always Park at the Corral.
3: If this wasn't the All Beef Review, this would be called Always Park at the oh, Corral. Always Park at the Corral. anybody not in the U.S. would be like, Jesus they <laughs> to
2: go all Western on us. <laughs> we'll just saddle up
3: next to the Corral. <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right. This next one is from Speed uh, Speedster Stoves. Uh, for the All Beef Review, all the American cooking programs I see are shite. Take perfectly <laughs> good food and ingredients till it's inadequate. Sorry, what? Yeah, take perfectly good food and ingredients till it's inedible. Then sprinkle cilantro on top.
2: (laughs) This fucking guy is crazy. (laughs) I mean, American cooking programs are way better than some of the bullshit I see over J.B. Oliver's doing. He's rubbing his nuts on the (laughs) cooking board doing all sorts of shit.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd be curious (laughs) to know what shows he's referring to. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, some of them are
1: bullshit. Well, yeah, sure.
2: But, I mean, generally, they're pretty good.
3: what do we think then? You just mentioned British cooking against American cooking. Who do we think is do is the best um, the best food, like the best country to do the best food? What do you Ooh. mean the
2: best? The best? What are you talking about?
3: Which, which country produces the best food?
2: I know. We well, think, like, you know what's interesting that you say that because I definitely would rather watch like videos from like Asian countries about cooking mm. because mm. I really have mm. zero. I'm not good at cooking Asian food for the most part and I'm fascinated by like I'd love to be able to be better at it. So I would watch Chinese yeah, China, Vietnamese food, Thai food, Japanese food. I watch that shit. For sure. Mm-hmm. However, I will say I do watch Jamie Oliver, and my opinion is is like sometimes they're good, and sometimes he's hard selling some bullshit. And it's like, <laughs> like he did this one recently when he's talking about, oh, the, we're gonna take all this leftover turkey and make turkey pasta with cream in it. And I'm just like, and he's just like, oh, it's glorious. And you're just, he's saying all this thing, and oh, I just go to the Tesco and I get some, and it's like. Man, just take some leftover pasta with some cream and noodles. That
3: sucks. That's a shitty dinner. He's, be- he's become a staple over Christmas, over the last, I'd say, probably 20, 25 years. He ha- he has a Christmas show every year, and he, he always, you know, t- what do we do with leftovers, all that kind of And he's just run out <laughs> of stuff, basically. I think yeah. that's what he's saying. And
2: he's <laughs> like, he-, he might be in the rosemary business, because that's all he uses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking rose oh rosemary goes great with everything i'm like yeah
3: yeah and chilies chilies on everything yeah. yeah uh anyway um the next one's anonymous we like an anonymous one um anonymous beef noobs who make shivs and two halves of a broom handle for handle scales <laughs> tell me how i can make my knives better or giving others advice fuck way off buddy <laughs> <Thank you>. shivs
2: <laughs> Yeah, knife makers really. I, the funny thing about like knife makers, you just get into it, is all of a sudden they're just like, they all think that they're like the champions. <laughs> it's like they, I mm. see some, I hear some shit, and I'm just like, bro, you need some years on your life or something.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Who's taking my spell? I want to
2: get Alexander Bull in. Alexander Bull was uh the guy who makes the titanium oyster knives. He, oh, sorry, I missed that one Nonetheless, he's, Sorry, he's the yes, man. yes. He, he, yeah. you know, he, I, I invited him on to knife, onto full blast. He's like, well, let me listen to it first before I make a decision. And he's like, <laughs> I, I was just like, all right, Jesus Christ, going <laughs> to get an interview, I gotta get an vet interview This for two? podcast first, and then, so he's great. Now he's all into knife talk, and, and uh, he goes, uh, here's a beef: people who call to visit to, to commission a knife and expect you to drop everything because they need to, they need it in two days for a wedding. Yeah. People
3: or away, who want to you know. come
2: to your shop yeah. is to, to make a decision is terrible. Oh. It's terrible. It is such a time suck. Especially if they're just like, eh, you know, man, what do you, can you do for like a $75? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck out of here, man.
1: <laughs> Give you your bus fare home. <laughs> yeah. All right. This next one is from, is from Muspel Knives. Uh, I got beef with Norwegian knife makers who buy the blade, make the handle, and say that they are making knives, uh, especially the ones uh, buying finished kitchen knife blades and finished handles uh, and gluing them together. Add a logo or name and say that they're knife makers. Um, secondly, I got a beef with makers, name shall not be mentioned, who get annoyed when you reach out uh, to support or ask a question. Um, it doesn't seem like they understand that they are literally... Uh, sorry. Understand that there literally is no one else to ask these questions to in our country of Norway, because it doesn't seem like makers here know uh, at all, know anything at all about integrals, water cooling, or forging stainless steel.
2: Shots Ooh. fired in Norway.
3: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I see what he means about... Um... I, I wouldn't say specifically Norwegian, but people who, who buy the blade. And there's there's loads of um Norwegian blades that you can buy that are ready to go, that you just literally put handles on. I can't think of the make, who makes them. They're very, and it was ve- the very first knife that I made was that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't make the knife. I put the handle on and shaped the knife. That was the very first one I did. And I can't think of the the make of that blade. Mm. But, yeah, I see a lot of people using those very same blades. True. Um, and, you know, claiming to be, you know, have made them. And you clearly haven't, because they, they, you can quite easily tell what they are. In, right? Years
2: ago, I asked, there was a knife maker who I asked how he did, he made this texture, and then he blackened it, and I asked him how he did it, and he goes, family secret, I can't tell you. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> family secret. All right, fine. And I understood, but I was just like, I was like, hey, I don't blame him. And then I was just like, you know, fuck this guy. You know, for being such a prick about it.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, we should do that on the show. Whenever we got questions from the public, now we should just say "family secret, can't tell you." Do a whole <laughs> show about. that. <Just>, it
2: <laughs> family secrets. We're done. I wish I could do family secrets. Uh, let's not talk about it. Yeah, yeah I ah, look, pull- here's <laughs> to <laughs> Norway. God bless yeah. you, Must spell knives. We're with you.
1: I just pulled up spells page, and I actually checked the message. To see if he messaged me. has messaged me. He hasn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> dodge the <a> bullet. There, <laughs> I said, yes, it's, it's not me. He's bullet. talking about.
2: Uh,
3: I think he's particularly talking about Norwegian, yeah, this, I guess. Golden, you're the fucking yeah.
2: golden sheep. Ain't <laughs> no one ain't going after you. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. In the last episode in the last beef, they don't even go after you.
3: Yeah, they go after me and hard, me. but they don't go after Marekka.
2: <laughs> so
3: Ash Edwards, Old Beef Review. I don't know what it is with uh, with people at shows. They pick up multiple knives at the same time and put them back in the wrong spots, uh, <laughs> facing the wrong way, and often put them down touching. It's like they want to scratch them. People suck. It's like they're playing
1: three-card Monty or something like that. <laughs>
3: <Whack-ball>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I just don't know how you guys deal with the filthy public in these things.
1: It's just like... <sighs>
2: It's, it's too much, it's yeah, too much it's, it's yeah. a lot
1: yeah, I could um, I'm basically over it. I still do shows once in a while, but i I don't enjoy it. Oh,
3: I would imagine a lot of the value in shows isn't having customers buy your knives, it's just seeing other people's knives and interacting with other makers oh, yeah. and you know picking up tips, that kind yeah,
1: of yeah, I was talking to somebody before, uh a week ago or so, and we were just talking about the value of actual shows. And for me, the value of shows is to actually see work in person, especially because all of us just work in such a, a solitary situation. You know, we're doing the best we can based off maybe articles we read or information we read or pictures we see or videos or whatever the fuck. But still, it's not the same as getting your hands on stuff. So it's a great opportunity to get your hands on work, as well as getting to meet makers um, that you've been following or um, that you've been talking with. Um, through social media or just people yeah, that you whose work you idealize, but be through making those connections. I think it great up, op- it creates an opportunity for you to actually then develop a relationship. I, I have a hard time anymore with people just cold messaging me, but if I've met them at a show, we had a conversation, I am much more amenable to having a conversation with them um, through social media and stuff like that or helping answer questions or whatever, you know, uh, in general, mm. th- because I met them in person rather than it just being like uh, some stranger in the, from the ether, you know, halfway around the world. Yeah. So Who I think
2: usually will just ask you the question in the most rude way possible <laughs> in, in <laughs> zero without any, you know, niceties, no foreplay straight yeah. in. How'd yeah. you do but, that? Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. That happened actually at maker camp. There's a beef. Yeah, I was do, I was literally in the middle of grinding and doing something. I was very focused, and a kid, some kid, walks up and he's like, "Hey, I want to see that knife you forged yesterday." I was like,
0: "What the fuck? Who? Huh?"
1: <laughs> like yeah. out of nowhere, I didn't even know he was standing there, and I was like, "What did you say to me?" <laughs> and he repeated it same. Like he he didn't have like a smile on his face or anything. He just asked the same brusque way, and I was like, "Do you know what manners are?" Like I literally said that. To him. I was like, "Do you? You haven't even said please," and I, I think immediately he's like, "Oh shit!"
2: <laughs> yeah, manners are over, yeah. guys. I mean, it's, I've been noticing it for the past eighteen years. My kid is the only kid of all of her friends who says please. Like, wow. it's over. Well,
3: I've just been in a ski cabin with with my seventeen year old nephew, and I'm just like, "Is that how people talk these yeah. days? Oh Jesus. Really? yeah,
2: oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah, it's bad. It's bad." Yikes. Ash Edwards said, uh, oh, yeah, you did that already." Brian Callahan says, "Beef, how about when you buy a product, a model, Legos, any type of kit that you have to assemble and it has missing parts the infuriation infuriation is usually always proportional to the cost of the item unless it's a toy, then multiples uh, then uh and then multiple that m- multiply that by an extent of infinity if it happens to be on a birthday or flipping Christmas mm." Yeah. Missing parts yeah. is bad. In the scouring, maybe yeah. you forgot. Maybe it's in the box. You just don't
3: realize it. And you're just like. <sighs> no. Yeah. Definitely not in the box. I've checked five times. Definitely not in the box. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the box. It's in the box. Yeah.
1: This next one is from Leonardo Lee. He says My beef is is that my small office job, having 1,000 calories a a day girlfriend, is constantly trying.
3: Ooh. <laughs> He's got a
1: thin girlfriend. <laughs> constantly trying to lose weight. And uh, so my large, physically active, 3,500 calories a day, ours is now constantly deprived of cake, pasta, fried foods, and other things that make life worth living. <laughs> and my beef is the expectation uh, to sleep like a baby because my body make- wakes up every three hours uh, writh- wait, whining for food and sometimes shits herself. What the fuck? <laughs>
3: Wait. The expression "sleep like a baby" because my body, ah, my wakes baby, up every not, three not
2: my body. It's <laughs> not like he's not shitting oh, himself. Jesus Told Christ! are ruined. Oh, <laughs> ruin he doesn't like the expression <laughs> "sleeps sorry. like a baby" because his baby wakes up every three hours, whinging for food, and sometimes shits herself. His baby, not right. him. Okay, <laughs> and it's not his wife or girlfriend.
1: Oh, I see. That was a second beef. All right, all right. Yeah,
2: he's got a third beef is me, not oh. me, but is him. Having third leaf is, yeah, is,
1: is himself having placed uh, my half-ton lathe at the back of the shed and then built a bunch of workshop uh, in front of it. And now that I need to take it apart to fix some problems with it, I have barely any space unless I take apart half of the shed. Man. Jeez, he's got a fucking bunch of beefs. Yeah, he's got a couple more. All right, before Instagram is way too good at showing my girlfriend – uh,
3: oh, we know you got a girlfriend, Leonardo. <laughs> Jesus really, Christ! Really,
1: cute. Simple things that I've, I've, I'm convinced I could make that keep, uh, not getting made because I don't have time. Um, and mm. so it sounds like she's like, "Oh, that's
2: cute. You should make that. Can you make me one of those?" <laughs> my fucking lathe.
1: Yeah. And then the last beef is nonstick frying pans. They're only ever nonstick for like five months and then they start turning horribly brown colors and everything sticks to them and you can't use a metal spatula or clean them properly and they'd contribute to for uh, forever chemicals that contaminate water everywhere. Fuck these pans. Get some nice smooth stainless steel pans and if uh, if things stick to it because you aren't using enough butter. And and every good chef knows that butter is flavor. You also get a carbon steel pan from John Medlin. <clears> These <throat> things are slick. Mm. There
3: you go. Nice. Nate Turner, uh, maybe for the All Beef Review or Knife Karen submissions or a hot take. And he says, uh, the smooth brain chodes. <laughs> who think full tang knives are the end all and be all of handle construction. Hidden tangs have been used in sword making for hundreds of years, and swords are made to cut through the dumbest shit I can think of. Fucking people. Yes.
1: Thousands of years. Hidden tangs have been used for thousands of years. Literally since the beginning of edge tools.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, makes sense. Fine.
1: smooth chode. This <laughs> is pretty good. What is a chode? I like
2: chode, I think is a chodes or testicles or something, right?
1: No, I think the chode is this... Small dick? It's a, another term for the perineum. Or the the taint, or the gooch, whatever you want to call it, the space between. Joe does the gooch, okay.
3: <laughs> right? Okay, huh? Well, you learned- What an educational show this is set out to be. If we know all about Kyle, we know all about Joe. You remember? <laughs>
2: you remember that beef from a few years ago, where he he gets hot in the in Australia and he sticks a spoon, he puts a spoon, on ice cream, and shoves it up his ass or something. Zinc, zinc. He, he puts on, <laughs> puts his balls on a on the oh, spoon. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't shove his ass. Why would he say something like that? Uh, uh,
3: cutthroat knives. Uh, we say it all. We always say it. But if anybody to come up with like a a best of bits, it would just be amazing. Oh, if somebody, like a ninety minute show, we of could just, have would multiple.
2: If somebody wants to put it together a good hour and a half best of knife talk, ah oh man, it'd be unbelievable. Cutthroat <laughs> knives says. All beef review, motherfucking clients who bug you the whole time about the build, wanting to be part of each step. They want updates right up until the final invoice comes through. Then they disappear. Hmm. Do you ever have guys who are involved with uh, a custom order? They've already kind of put the deposit down, there, but they want to be involved somehow? Like they want to come up to work on the knife themselves? Yes. Yep. Oh,
3: for yes. Sure. Or oh, they send you drawings. And... No, they yeah, want
2: to come yeah. to the shop and like do some of the hard labor.
3: Oh, oh, no. I've gotten
2: that. What do you think this is? A fucking pirate ship, for Christ's sakes?
1: (laughs) Yeah, swab the poop deck?
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's what Kyle does. I mean, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. With
3: his (laughs) swabber. <laughs> right, I think we've got about five left before we get to the what needs to be the crowning beef of twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, we've a few um, left. We, got, we can we can blast through. Yeah, them. We, gotta say, we got. We got about we got about five six left before we get there. Yeah, Drac Metal. Uh, when people forge down quarters and call it Makumi, is it Makumi? Mokume. With a, mokume. Uh, it looks cool. It is cool, but it's not Mokume.
1: The accent's on the U. Mokume.
2: Is that, is that true Mokume. if you Mokume. smash down some of them quarters together? that's not really that same thing. It's just smashing down quarters, right? So,
1: so Mokume... I, I don't understand where he's coming from, honestly, personally. <laughs> because Mokume is combining sheets of dissimilar non-ferrous metals. So, it could be nickel and and copper sheets. And I don't see any difference between stacking up nickel and copper sheets and stacking up a bunch of quarters. Um and it's still coming out and creating basically, probably, actually, the very same patterning. So mm. I don't know why he's got a problem with it. I think it's so that feels like wasted energy to me. Sorry, sorry, Drek. <laughs> that's that's a, that's that's not a thing we need to be spending our energy on getting pissed yeah. about quarter Mokume. <laughs> Okay.
2: No beef. This is, you know, this is, this is all, you know, <laughs> bullshit. This is supposed to be bullshit. So I mean, dude, and,
1: did I just invalidate invalidate his beef? He's got he, a beef. Beef is bullshit. He, Sorry, but
2: look, it, this is not, this is not fine. You know, brain power stuff. This is, like, we're just like, pissed <laughs> off about it. This guy puts, can't put the cart back in the corral. You know, don't worry about
1: it. <laughs> all right, this next one's that's Kyle again. Is... <laughs> Is, uh, this next one's from Brigham Kendall? He says, I'm tired of people that tell me I should have built something instead of uh, buy it. Um, then when I do build something, they shit on my design or welds or my craftsmanship. Uh, eat a bag of dicks. Um, by the way, feel free to use my name. My wife doesn't listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so apparently his... So does his
3: wife tell him <laughs> that he should be building something instead of buying it? <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Brigham's a good dude. Uh, Minute Man Forge. Uh, my beef is family members that show you a picture of a knife you made, then ask if you can make it for Christmas. That's only six weeks away, but the knife you took six months to make. Because um, I work in the driveway when the weather is nice. Uh, but they say, don't worry, I'll pay for it, uh, but don't understand why you can't get it done, and I get mad. Mm. Ugh, family yep. members are the worst. Yep. <laughs> I, I think thirty percent of these today have been about friends or family members.
2: Yeah. Well, they feel like this. I don't know. A lot of I believe that a lot of people devalue people who work for themselves because yeah, you seem completely. to. F- they seem to feel like you, because you don't have a boss, so so to speak, yeah. that you can make all the
3: decisions. You can do whatever you want. Like I get a call from. Could some, you do this for me next Tuesday? Because you got nothing better right. to do. Or not, yeah. yeah.
2: Like oh, yeah. why don't you come fishing with me? I'm like, I can't. I got to work. Well, what yeah. do you mean? It's your yeah. p- company. You can go fishing with me. And I'm like, fuckface. face. I have shit to do. I have bills to pay. I can't be doing the right. things that you want me to do. They devalue yeah. your time. And I don't like that. Yeah. All right.
1: So we do this next? Speed. Yeah. Speedster Stoves uh, says, for the all-beef review, controversial. Uh, learn the difference between bring and take. I'm taking potato salad to the picnic I'm not bringing it.
3: <laughs> yeah, lend and borrow is another one that people always mix up mm. and
2: bugs What's me. the? Yeah. What, I don't. What's the problem with taking potato salad? Oh, what's the problem with bringing potato salad? I'm bringing potato salad. Is that a problem
3: in English? Something that I don't know about? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm not an English major.
3: No, but I mean, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you take something. Bringing is coming from somewhere and bringing it to you. Taking it is... Yeah, bringing a potato salad to to the picnic. Yeah, going from A to B is (laughs) taking. Going from B to A is bringing. This reminds
2: me. (laughs) Does that make sense? This reminds me. I'm going to change the subject a little bit. Uri Hoffi once was teaching a class. Mm. And he had to poop. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the toilet was clogged. Oh, boy. He fucked that thing up. I went into the bathroom, and I'm like... Jesus Christ! What is? What this bring your fucking anaconda to work day? I mean, he, he, <laughs> he, 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 he clogged it up with one fucking monster. A monster! a He's like, like he shit a leg out or something. <laughs> and he goes and he goes. Oh, American pipes are only three inches. Israeli pipes can handle. And he starts going that. And we're just like I'm looking at him like. What the fuck do you eat? And then he goes, why is it that Americans say, take a shit? It's not take a shit. You bring the shit. And he starts, <laughs> he starts going off about how Americans are so stupid. You don't take the shit. Take a shit. Why do you say that? He's screaming at me. I'm like, I'm trying to fucking take an axe to your monster fucking loaf, dude. Oh, God. That's Relax. horrible. <laughs> I'll never forget. Why is it taking shit? It's not taking shit. You give the shit. I'm giving it. I'm taking it.
4: Oh, Jesus
3: Christ. (laughs) Okay. This is... Second to last beef. beef, We've got here. Second to last beef of 2022. This is Keith Decent. My beef is that I have no beef. Oh, how I yearn to unleash my beef upon the world, to tantalize your audience with my colossal beef to place my beef on a pedestal in the town square for people to gently nod as they walk by because my beef is so relatable. But I can't. I really have no beef. Shit's pretty good. That's from Keith he's Decent. He's a good guy. I like <laughs> Keith a lot. His rugs are cool. Yeah, he's a, he's,
2: yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, very sculptural.
3: I, before we go to this last beef, which we've teased a bit, I think this is, you know, we we've taken a lot of sort of negativity here. I think maybe we should just have a minute to be thankful oh before the last beef i think so we've got a new year coming we do this every year what are we thankful for this year um i'll start off um so I've, i've had a son this year very thankful for having for having another baby in the house um yeah it's changed our life immeasurably um and everybody's healthy we've managed to raise three kids Without any of them dying, which is amazing to <laughs> yeah. me. Um, so yeah, I'm very thankful for a, for, yeah, a happy and mostly healthy family. <laughs>
2: what are you thankful for, Morocco?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm thankful for my family. Uh, I'm thankful for. I, I mean, honestly, we can talk about all kinds of stuff. But honestly, I'm just you know, life could be way harder. I'm thankful to live in a place where that where I can do work that really you know. Excites me and drives me uh, to show up every day and to have a roof over my head and food in my belly. I'm, I try to keep it, as I get older, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to keep things simpler and simpler. So I'm just thankful for mm. the basics, to have those, nice. because there are unfortunately, many who do not. That's right. That's right. That's very nice. It's...
2: Well, I'm thankful. For this is a great year, and I'm thankful for the... My kid did it. Fucking, she did it. She found the college that she wanted to do. She found it. She did all. We didn't have to prompt her. She did all the applications. She did everything. She did it herself, and she got into the first choice school with a fat ass scholarship. And I'm very, very proud of her. And I'm very right now. I'm
3: glad you said scholarship. Then you just say she got into a great school with a fat ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> with a, please
2: say something more. I, said, I say did, something. and she got, and she, and. And Lila and I are very, right now, for the next few months, are extraordinarily arrogant. We're very arrogant right now. (laughs) And we're both enjoying a degree of I told you so. So to the point where I've gotten lectured from my sister and I let her know... I'm no longer accepting lectures from you. I should be lecturing you. We're arrogant as fuck. As <laughs> you raised a We're genius. We're arrogant yeah. as fuck right now, and it's, like, hilarious <laughs> and fun. But I am very grateful for peace and prosperity and health and wealth and, and everything
3: else for that. Good for you. I'm going to slip another last one in. Um, this is not another Kyle uh, euphemism or anything like that. Um, but just um, thankful, really, for, for the show, because there's so much like crap that we're force fed at the moment, like whether it's the news and, you know, we've had the pandemic. We've had like crazy voting and all, all the all, everything that the, the media is generating. And it just seems like everybody is a dickhead. Um, but we get so many messages to the show and it just shows that people do have a sense of humor. And, and on majority, people are great. It's just those minority who are shits. Um, so thank you to the majority and to everybody who listens to the show because, uh, yeah, it does cheer me up every I'm week.
2: thankful for you, too, because I have such a good time every time we get together and do this.
3: Mm. We do. Yeah, we really do. Sure. And, and it's, it's genuine. It's genuine. I really look forward to it. And I, I'm always happier after the show. It always just makes me
1: happy. It's good. I agree. Well, let's. You guys to took the-, the only other ones I could do, so fuck, fuck <laughs> you, and thank you.
2: I'm with you. I <laughs> and, fuck you and, and thank with you. With that, bad.
3: well, with that, we have a last beef, which I think Jeff should read because Jeff originally received this, and it just made me well. I have
2: Jeff. to. Ba- I have to. I'm going to start it, and then I'm going to have to fill it in. This is an anonymous okay. beef from Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just back it up. It's not the first. It's not the Let first. Let me back yeah. it up. So, yeah. a couple, actually, a number like a month or so ago, a month or two ago, the queen died, right? Was it about two months ago? About, about right. two months, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a bit longer. So, yeah. as we do on this podcast, we just talk about our lives. And Craig decided, as a a a sky on of the fucking flag the monarchy or whatever whatever the fuck you want you're you're a member of the uh Great Britain or something like that right you're're you're, i'm you're British, a citizen yeah, yeah. British. of living under a monarch that was there for your whole life you're forty yeah. something years old the person dies- part, huge part of your life in culture and you as normally you would do
3: is you just would decide you say something about it yeah, and I've met her, and it was a big sort of... I, I do class as a big achievement in my life. You know, it was a big... Something that I'll always and look And you on. eulogized her. You didn't make
2: a big stink about it, but, I mean, it, it meant something to you. So we had a number of months yeah. ago. Then, you know, a month later, so the guy from Cyprus decides to... He just wanted to let us know that he doesn't like... He doesn't like the fact that you... Because you appreciated the Queen, who was responsible for the deaths of, you know, men of Cyprus from a long time ago, that it's apparently your fault and and he don't want to listen to the podcast anymore and he went on and on and on and on and so we just used that beautiful nugget as fodder for this content and we you know we i didn't put his name out there because there's no reason to embarrass him obviously he's a listener of the show and we just made jokes we made jokes i said uh, something along the lines of if you've you've been with us for all this time you can't just leave And, you know, if you have any, if you learn anything from anything from us, you have to give all of your information back. Right. (laughs) Well, apparently he said he didn't listen anymore. So now our last beef is from our friend from Cyprus. Anonymous Anonymous from from Cyprus. As I'm sure you do, I have many idiot friends. Those friends are keep making fun of me because of your response. I am not listening to Mr. Lockwood's podcast anymore except from the part that you're referring to. Firstly, I want to say that Mr. Moreco has been very helpful through the years of listening. Once again, the golden child. No one, everyone's so fucking afraid of taking shots at you, which is fine. I like that, actually. Jeff, too, but his humor sucks. <laughs> I, was, I was offended, not by Mr. Lockwood's beliefs, But if you listen to episode 250, at the first two minutes and a half, he states that, quote, it is my podcast, and if you don't agree, go find another one. So I went, so I went, I don't claim an apology, but you are claiming one. You can tell me if you want where I can give back the information that I listened to throughout the years, and I will send it further if Jeff and Mareko agree. Uh, with Greg's statement, that's me, I guess I'm Greg, I am sorry, but I'm offended by you too, also. I know that this is your podcast, and and, uh, if you want to go as political as you want, I wasn't here for the politics, though, and I'm not following anymore, neither listening, I just wanted to give a response, because I am not a Karen, I'm a grown man, raising his family and making knives, because I love it, that's all, so... His beef is with us. Final beef okay.
3: is with us. A few things. A lot to point of things out. to point out. We got to break this a motherfucker lot of down. Let's, let's start. From, let's start from the from the back end of things, um, as Kyle likes to <laughs> do. He says, "I am not a Karen." That is just like the most Karen thing to say to begin yeah. with. I am not right. a Karen. And We can say these things. So we know he's not listening anymore. Yeah. He doesn't listen. His we his can say these things. His idiot friends. Um, but what was really funny, when this first came through, um, Jeff sent me a, a screenshot of, of this. So it was, you know, it had all the, the mispronunciations and the spelling. Oh, I that, had it corrected. It's so it's atrocious. Sounds... Absolutely right. atrocious. It was almost unreadable. But I was, uh, I wish we could read it with all those grammatical errors in and stuff because it just made it so much funnier. Um, but I just, oh, man. He, he, we we don't i've said this before we don't do this to offend anybody at all um but you've got to take it with good humor what what you know if you listen to the show and you decide to respond you know what the show's about you need to take it with good humor surely
1: mrekka what do you think yeah i mean i agree I, mean, I think it's it's wasted energy if he's really that upset like what, yeah you just walk yeah just leave it it keeps coming back.
2: It's cra It's hilarious and crazy. And I'd like to kiss him on the face, to be honest with you for this to be the last, <laughs> the last all beef. I tell you what you're, and I, I know you're listening, my man. And I, once again, I, I didn't release your name. I didn't try to publicly shame you. I am surprised that you have friends who think that they know this is you. I'm surprised. And, I'm surprised that you responded back. Frankly, I'm sorry that you can't take a joke, to be honest with you, because none of, none of the things we really – number one, we aren't political. We don't – I mean, once in a while, Craig will say something. But we generally don't go after – to go for politics. And you went after the politics. You – that that's kind of crazy. But the real thing is, is, like, your idiot friends are making fun of you because you're silly. <laughs> I mean, you're fucking <laughs> silly, dude. I mean, this is, like, the fact that you have to, like – Write us this response, and it's it's just, I mean, just fucking walk. I mean, you can keep sending them. I'll I'll keep holding on to them, and we'll, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll praise your name when I turn this fucker off again because you're getting us something. But your friends are making fun of you because you're probably a little bit silly. This is not the reason to I leave mean, the podcast because, like, all of a sudden now I suck. You've been listening to us for three for for four years, and now because I said something, now my humor sucks. You're fucking full of shit. You're, you're, let's hear your fucking radio show, Cypress in the morning. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I miss Morecco being quite quiet because he does say Mister Morecco has been very helpful. <laughs> I love
2: the fact that every, no one is everyone is like scared shitless you're gonna get on a plane and choke this guy or something. <laughs> fine, I'll, I'll be. I'll be the deal. It's fine by <clears throat> me. It's just like,
3: yeah. I just think. Like Jeff just said, we don't um generally talk like politics um occasionally, if something is bugging me, I will, because we do talk about our lives and you know, and sometimes I think these things need to be said um But you know, the show isn't about politics, so if you stop listening to the show because of you know the, the odd comment that's been made, well, well, well fair enough, but just like Jeff said, we want it all back, all that information that you have got from us that was valuable. <laughs> Write it all down. Write everything down. Send up, send up. And you just can't
2: use it. we 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 give it to somebody else. You just have to like go back to making slingshots or something. I mean, you're not (laughs) allowed to use. Here's the crazy part. I understand. Sometimes once in a while we'll say something that somebody won't like. But either you can either just decide that, think about the whole, all of the shit that we've done, and then you're going to weigh that against the fucking fact that he was sad that the queen died. It's just Crazy like that just seems like i mean i can separate i can listen to people that i don't really agree with and then i can just wait well that wasn't a very good bit or something like that and, and I'm, or i'll just be like yeah this show isn't for me anymore but i don't feel the need to stop my shoes and you know i want to talk to the manager and yeah i didn't like what you said about queen i mean this is crazy <laughs>
3: But I am not a Karen, I'm fucking Karen, dude. I mean, this, listen, dude. You and your—we f- <laughs> should just call him Karen from Us. So if Karen would bro, like to respond is... again, we'll happily read it. So out you don't there. have to, bro.
2: I mean, <laughs> listen. I'm saying this with peace and love, and peace and love. This is all f- nonsense. <laughs> this is all bullshit. And you know, don't listen. Uh, but I mean, I'm, don't don't just keep responding. If you're right back, go ahead. I mean, I'll, I'll happily read it again. It's funny it's funny. But I mean, like, it's enough already. It's enough. It's enough. Right.
3: <clears throat> That's the show. Thank you. We all got one, for more we uh, oh, one more thing we have to okay, bring
2: up. I'm sorry. One more thing we have to bring up. Okay, okay. Once again, this is supposed to be fun. These are all you know we're all grateful for certain things. And this is a great community. One thing I would highly suggest is you guys should I know most of you follow Jason Knight and his family. Jason Knight had a freak fire at his shop um, on Christmas Eve, and he lost oh. a lot of stuff, and his son Tristan uh, has all lost all of his stuff. There's a couple of GoFundMes going on out there to help them. Uh, Jason, there's one that uh, his daughter Tiger Lily set up. Tiger Lily and Liam, Liam Hoffman set up a GoFundMe. There's also one that is for Tristan and his family. His wife just gave birth to a, a, a baby child. They're trying to get squared away. Go support Tristan. uh, Go support Jason and his family and, you know, want to do whatever, follow their, whatever. You buy t-shirts from them or or help their GoFundMes and and be the part of the community that, you know, we know that you are.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We'll put that link down in in the
2: description. (laughs) Guys, you all know, you know fucking, you know Jason and go help them. I will. I will. I promise I will.
3: Yeah, a terrible thing to happen. So yeah, if anybody can help in any way, please do. Please do. Okay, that's a show. You. Thank you all for listening. It's been a great year. Um, we hope you've all had a, an amazing Christmas and New Year. And yeah, yeah, up ready and fighting, ready for twenty twenty three. Here's another good one. Bye for now. This show is brought to you by. <sighs> <That was fun. sighs> done for another year. Oh, the after show. Another year done. Fucking after show. Yes. After show, so if you're still listening, um, we've recorded this in that break between Christmas and New Year. Um, so the inevitable question: what What are you guys doing for New Year? Mm. Uh,
1: what do you got going on, Jeff? Can well,
2: we had we were invited to a party that we're going to go to, I think. But then a lot of our friends got COVID again, so it's like we're <sighs> gonna tr- we're gonna definitely see the ball drop in our town. We're definitely gonna go see some friends. And we're going to cook some food. We're going to make the oysters. And then my wife has this mm. huge, this very strict uh, day after New Year's uh, menu that I have to do. Oh, right. Collard greens and Hoppin' and Johns for good luck and money. And then long noodles for longevity of life. And we ate 12 <laughs> grapes and throwing the salt. And she's, she makes it very fun. But I'm
3: going to be cooking all day, Chris, uh, New Year's Day. So, nice. Nice. Nice well we've got my my sister's here and it's her birthday tomorrow so tomorrow's the 30th so um the day before new year's eve um so we're having a little party here for that um and i believe we're actually going out new year's eve for the first time in years my wife um and i and then my sister and her partner we're having a you know a proper night out um so yeah i'm really looking forward to that we don't know where we're going yet um but yeah really looking forward to that and um New Year's Day, as we normally do, just, you know, take it really easy, go for a sort of family walk, that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I am looking forward to it. So we're back home now after being away. Um, I'm looking forward to do some sort of relaxing, but also having a night out, which, yeah, I'm crying out
1: for. (laughs) I have a friend who is getting married, actually, on New Year's Eve. Um oh, so cool. that kind of dictates what we got going on a bit. Uh so we'll be at mm-hmm. this wedding. I can't remember exactly where it's at or how late it's supposed to go. Um but there'll be a lot of familiar faces there and we might either I don't know if the party's just going to keep going until midnight or if we're going to go somewhere else, but um we'll figure something out. But it's this will be the Ooh. first time I think pff, I can't remember the last time my wife and I did anything uh outside of the house for for New Year's. Uh, since especially since our kids been born it's just always always yeah. done the family thing um and then gone to bed immediately after midnight And <laughs> midnight is is the uh is the anniversary of my wife's and my first kiss and so um oh nice. Wow. so we always stay up just to at least have a kiss and say good night and then go to fucking sleep <laughs> uh, and so uh so yeah that's what we got planned and um it should be fun though starting it kicking it off with a, a wedding and a celebration of love and all that i love wedding i like going to weddings they're a lot of fun um weddings are the best super fun. i love going yeah. to weddings what yes. kind of wedding
2: do you like to go to like if you had your the type of wedding what's your the wedding that you'd want to go to
1: me or anyone complete... yeah go ahead like Greg.
2: what's your idea of like a good time at a wedding
3: <laughs> okay the complete opposite of my wedding <laughs> Um. Okay. So, because <laughs> we didn't want people getting drunk and all these good, but mine is like afternoon wedding. All have good food. The drinking starts, then like the crappy wedding music starts. Everybody gets up dancing, and it goes on late through the night. Everybody's up drinking. All your old friends that you haven't seen for years—they're
1: all there. That to me—that's a good wedding.
2: What about you, Mareko?
1: I mean, yeah, I I like I like a wedding with uh, good food. Good people, good music, especially dancing music's fun, um, mm. and yeah, I don't know, just a, a good time. I'm, my wedding was basically along the lines of that. My wife and I had been working at a wedding venue for pre, for a few years prior. And uh, so, after seeing you know lots of weddings, we've kind of narrowed down what we wanted to have at ours. We had like a karaoke section in a dancing area, and we had a bonfire going. We had the food. It was in the middle of summer. We had everybody camp out and stay the night uh, on my at my in laws' property because they wow. had the space for it. So everybody was had a safe place to stay. They could drink their mm. drink until they're out of their fucking minds and pass out. <laughs> uh, and it was a good time. It was a really good time. We had a fun time. So. Um. Yeah. Nice. All, all that goodness. That's what we're into. Yeah. What's the perfect wedding, Jeff? Well,
2: we. I went when I when we had our wedding. I wanted the wedding that I'd want to go to, which was no. I mean, I gave. We had a judge. And I told the judge, "You got ten minutes. <laughs> you got ten minutes max." And then we had passed hors d'oeuvres immediately, so uh the food and and there were no no tables. I didn't want tables. I wanted past hors d'oeuvres the whole night. And it was because mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you don't want to sit down next to someone that you don't have to make small talk and you wait for the bullshit food. And the wedding food usually is terrible because it's like, you know, they're holding salmon for you know, extra an extra hour. And yeah. past <laughs> yeah. hors d'oeuvres, small plates, straight into dancing, no, t- that was perfect. And then like drinking all night and then no having to sit, you know, there are tables you could sit down at, but you weren't like stuck at sitting at the table with a bunch of duds. Yeah, yeah. However, I did go to a yeah. wedding once in Brighton Beach to a, a a friend of my wife's. It was a Russian wedding. It was the most extravagant thing I'd ever been to. And we sat down at a table, and every table had two bottles of vodka on it. And yeah. every table got brought <laughs> over giant fish and smoke. I mean, it was like they were bringing just just tons of food and the vodka, and it was, it was crazy,
3: crazy. Mm. Nice. Nice. Well, we're getting married again, my wife and I. Um, so we said every ten years we're, oh, we're going to wow. redo Are you kidding? it, and now we've got kids. It's going to be awesome. Oh, they're so, gonna be yeah. Part of the ceremony, so, yeah. But that, so it's going to be not this July coming, the, the July after, um, which we've already started sort of making little plans for as well. So yeah, I'm really because our our wedding was very sort of different. Actually, we had, we when we first got married, we hired this venue in west wales is basically in a forest and this like like a glamping kind of venue but like it was just really cool completely cut off from the rest of the world in a forest so we had 150 people there for a whole weekend so we paid for the whole we rented out the whole place um friday till sunday and we had like chefs coming in um there was there was like a pizza oven on all the time. So anytime anybody wanted a pizza they could choose what they wanted I and mean, the chef would Let's make agree, it yeah. and um we had a bar set up we had like three different sort of live music going on throughout the weekend and we did like big quizzes and lots of bonfires and kids running around. It was amazing. So we're going to try and recreate that in a much, much smaller way, obviously, here at our place. So we've got 18 months to do it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So
2: I don't think I could do it again. Yes.
3: You wouldn't do it again? It's like, for me, it's just like... You have fallen out of love? Not even I just a small fucking, thing. I'm, I don't need a fucking I'm joke. I'm joking. I mean, Jesus Christ!
2: Okay. All those jarred farts. Hillary's gonna sell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she needs to stop selling know, more of those out. jarred can farts. Just imagine. I got her in a room. All right, keep <laughs> jarring those farts. This wedding is gonna pay for itself. <laughs> we got 40 guests <laughs> so far. On. Keep going. Come on. Keep <laughs> another creative fucking ball jars. Here, go ahead. These, fart, these jars aren't gonna fill themselves. <laughs> I am excited for uh in the middle of uh towards the end of January we're gonna have the Fader Knives Christmas party. Because, you know, it's like the restaurant game. It's like you just don't have Christmas at the Christmas time. So I'm taking the whole crew down to Chinatown and we're gonna have uh dim sum in the city. Fader knives dim sum party. It's gonna be great. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Gonna get wild, do you think? No, I don't think wild? so. I mean, it's just four of us. So it's like, I mean, we're going to do yeah. it in the middle of the day because AZ's got to, Allison's got to come from Philly. And, you know, we're not, right. gonna, we're not I mean, Tony and I are getting old. So it's like we're not, <laughs> we're going to get on the train, go down, have some dim sum, have a couple pops, a couple laughs, and then go home. But, nice. Interesting.
1: I'm just looking at the invitation now for the wedding. And it starts at 8 p.m., and so it's it's gonna be uh, formal attire. We're gonna ring in the new year, and there's gonna be light hors d'oeuvres and drinks. So they're not even doing <laughs> dinner. <laughs> they're hoping you probably ate dinner yeah. by the time you got there. Um we, w- yeah. we will be ringing in the new year. So it that's is a, kind of a strong move. It is a the strong drinks. move. Yeah. That is a strong move to have yeah.
2: a wedding on 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 New Year's Eve. My my cousin did that. My cousin yeah. did that. I'm like, I ain't going to your fucking wedding. I'm gonna go to California. <laughs> New Year's Eve wedding. We, yeah. I mean, that's a strong as a strong move. Yeah,
3: bold, yeah. bold. Anyway, I hope you both have a great time. Um, we shall speak next year. Oh, See you next year. Wow, twenty twenty. Happy New Year, guys! Right, you're the best. Yeah, Here's have a good peace one and prosperity. Have a good one. Bye for now.
2: This show is brought to you by the Makery. The Podcast Network for Makers.